Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to this week's new episode of the Xbox Factor Podcast. I'm your host, Mr. Boomstick XL. And today, man, we have one heck of a show, not only because Living Split Screen has officially taken over the show, but you, we have uh, Steel Rain joining us uh, to give us his opinions on four super hot topics. Uh, you're going to get, of course, Rise Son of Rome gameplay, which is, look at this game, folks. This game is from 2013. Are you kidding me? This looks better than some Sony games. And I'm not taking a dig at them. I'm saying that if you love the over-the-shoulder, third-person, story-driven adult content, you can't tell me right now that this game, if I were to drop this on your PS5 or your Xbox Series X, you'd be like, yo, this game looks freaking great. I know it's a button masher. I know that you know a lot of the you know stuff looks the same when you roll out of the way or you cut people's arms off and stuff. But this game, oh my god, I hope it gets a sequel. But let's let let's get enough of the shenanigans. Let's get into the introductions. <laughs> we got to get people, uh, you know, to. We, I want to get everyone, you know, let, let everyone know who they are and why you're tuning in, and more importantly. Got to get into the topics. We have a lot to get into. Steel Rain, brother, you and Pong yes. killed it again this week. I was just telling them in the green room that I was doing some house chores, and they helped. They powered my cleaning duties <laughs> as I listened to the three, three and a half hours, three hours, forty-two minutes. It was a very long show. Needless to say, it was fire. Steel Rain, welcome back, brother. How you feeling? I missed the bullstick X. What's going on, my guy? And I want to thank you for welcoming the one and only Steel Rain back to the Xbox Factor podcast and just having me within your kingdom, man. Um, it's such a beautiful thing. Anytime you send that signal out and I got some time, you know I'm here for you. Um, just love everything that's going on in the industry. And again, like you said, I'm glad we could power you through a Saturday, man, Help or any day power you through some chores <laughs> and everything. The case, we made some jokes in the background that, uh, look, man, we got enough content at this point. If you wanted to go build a house right now, you'd probably offline, by the way, you'd probably be good to go. But <laughs> with that being said, again, like you, uh, we have a lot of fire topics to get into today. Um, again, a lot of things are brewing up within the industry. Let's get to it, man. I'm excited. Yeah, absolutely. And Pong Soul reprising his role as one of the cogs that keeps this show rolling each and every week. Pong, what's up, brother? <laughs> Well, 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 boom. Good to be back. And hey, I think I speak for Steel uh, when we say thank you. And thank you, N64 Josh. And thank you, VJ, for being guests on today's episode of Living Split Screen right here, folks. Have a special <laughs> Tuesday morning. That's right. Buckle up, folks. Three plus hours, me and Steel, plus our amazing guests. We're going to give you all the good content you've been looking for. I love uh, it. It's great to be back here again. Awesome to have my brother from another steel here. And of course, always my X fact, X fact, Xbox factor podcast brothers as well. Uh, man, I'm excited to get down to business. We got a lot of great topics. Boom. Like steel said, the industry is just continuing to heat up more and more. Love it. That acquisition season is back on the table because that means that speculation town is booming again let's go yeah you know what the other day i we had uh i i know that we were on uh ain's show you had the three co-mayors all in one location of speculation town where it is sunny it is 70 (laughs) and you are getting cotton candy on every corner brother so this is this is what we're going to bring to the table today 
Um, and uh, in, a, in a world where Josh 64 or N64 Josh's, uh, that means that we're potentially getting a kart racing game, which I've been calling for and he's been calling for, for uh, not, not, not Nintendo, who, Nintendo who? Xbox. What's up, Josh? How you feeling, brother? What is happening? So good to be here. Uh, boom. <laughs> you retweeted my picture of the Xbox fridge yesterday. And I did. My <laughs> I have there is nothing but little Xbox devils on my shoulder saying, get it. Get that fridge. Don't oh, miss so that my, fridge. My, my tweet out. I had Xbox the Emperor saying, do it. it. Do it. Yeah. <laughs> there are so many. So many. So I don't know. I may end up back there today. I I I I walked out. I was strong, but I don't know if I'll be able to. Yeah, you know what? Speaking of that's that's a funny story. Uh, Web Dave, who everyone knows who Web Dave is, uh, I, before you know, before I actually knew him and I considered him to be like an extended family member, he had reached out to me uh, during the holidays and he said, "Hey, boom, uh, I got an extra Xbox fridge. I, I, you know, and I and I I want to give it to you for all the work that you do in the community. So I'm gonna be honest with you, I'm not a taker. Uh, I, I was I was yeah. a little hesitant at first. I'm like, listen, Dave, let me just let me stop you right there, brother. Uh, let me make sure the missus is not going to buy it for me. And she couldn't find it. And uh, he had reached out to me in the new year and said, hey, boom, listen, That's I still beautiful. got that fridge. I got the fridge. So uh, he wind up giving me the fridge and he wouldn't even let me pay for shipping. I mean, it's, it, it, it's, it's the, the generosity beautiful. is just ridiculous. And I have it. I don't yeah. have my man cave yet. We're working on that. Mrs. Boom and I are saving for the condo slash townhouse thing hopefully maybe next year right now with buyer's market not so much so i'll eventually have a man cave where i can actually have my stuff out you don't see peacocks in the background even though mrs <laughs> if you're listening they're majestic animals and i appreciate her artistic way that she handles the home but i gotta have <laughs> all my toys for everyone to see um but uh, sure. yeah, Josh, uh, I say do it. Uh, you do have a man cave, and you do need something to hold those drinks as you power through eighteen hours of uh, Mario Kart Deluxe. So, <laughs> 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 uh, but yeah, the, great to have you here. And last and no way least, uh, the one that we missed. Uh, whenever he's not here, his presence is missed because of his logistics, the way he handles himself uh, on the air. VJ, what's going on, brother? Please tell me. That you've already had your spot of tea, and part two is in the works. Yeah, I've got I've got a fresh cup um, parked right next to me, actually. So uh, yeah, so we know we know that you're on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm good. Um, thanks for having me on, Boom, and um, good morning to everybody. And um, looking forward to the topics. Yeah, well, it's great to have you here, brother. Listen, uh, I know that you see some people missing. Um, Mav had to uh, actually had to do work today, where he couldn't he couldn't work from home. So we'll get him back here next week. And Boxenberger is uh, hanging out with his uh, his family on vacation, so we'll get him back next week as well. Speaking of boom, speaking of Mav, real quick. Hey, everybody, head over to Fun Speculations Twitter and wish him a happy birthday. The man's oh, working on his birthday. birthday. Happy birthday, Mav. That is right. The big 3-9. He is closer every day to 4-0 mm. now, and he can join the rest of us. So, except for, you know, of course, Steel and, and, and 64 Josh, but that's besides the point. Head over there. Wish I'm 41. Happy Are you? Sir. Yes. Good congratulations, sir, because you do not look 40. So congratulations. So uh, everybody here except for Steel, okay? (laughs) And as always, I'm the oldest bastard because I'm going to be 52 (laughs) this year. 52. God damn You said 25? 
Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's my wife said. My wife said my wife said we're going to be twenty five this year, and I'm like, uh, what? She goes, well, yeah, I, you reverse the numbers, yeah. and she said, so I'm like, yeah, you're onto something. So eventually, you, you, you fifty five is going to happen, and you're like, well, I'm fifty five. No, yeah, fifty five this year. <laughs> I can't do anything, and you don't want to re- when you hit fifty six. Well, you don't want to reverse yeah, yeah, it because no, I no, just no, killed no, myself. So no, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but listen, ladies and gentlemen, let, let, let's jump into the first topic. Um, and, uh, you know, one of the things that continues to be a topic of conversation in the industry, as well as in the gaming circles, is acquisition season. Look what happened yesterday. Out of completely left field, Embracer Group does what Embracer Group does. And they added, uh, which broke my heart, folks, literally broke my heart, Crystal Dynamics, and EDO's Montreal, as well mm. as Tomb Raider. Like, man, I mean, I, I I get the ABK deal. That is paramount to what Microsoft's future looks like. Let, let, let's not make a mistake here. I originally kind of felt, because, you know, you're getting your feelings, brother. I, I, I get in my feelings sometimes, and I kind of felt at, at first on the initial, like, man, that's a, that's a miss from Microsoft. But then after, you know, I sat on it, I digested a bit. There's a reason why I'm not running Microsoft, right? There's a reason why I'm not in charge, because mm-hmm. I'm led by emotions. Um, Tomb Raider, I think, would have been such a dominant franchise for xbox for a multitude of reasons it's laura croft tomb raider is world renowned powerful female that was rebooted crystal dynamics working with xbox i was like man that's a shoe-in and well all of my like i'm wrong more times than i'm right especially when it comes to gaming because you know you are work walking a razor's edge you never know which way it's Mm going to go but we got to rewind this back a bit because everyone wants to know what what is Microsoft are is Microsoft done after ABK? Well, the answer is, folks, no, not even remotely, because Microsoft has put out a job last week that made headlines and that we're talking about mm-hmm. today, where they are seeking a manager to identify potential targets for acquisition, right? And that's what we're going to get into. And this is what the the uh, the job role that was published last uh, actually uh, yeah th- this weekend, as a matter of fact, indicates that the corporation isn't finished with its recent acquisition spree. And we kind of knew that. Like right now, they're 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 handcuffed because ABK is so important on a multitude of levels. But here is what the press release had to say. The gaming strategy and development team uh, serves as the corporate strategy function for Team Xbox. This is what mm-hmm. the job ad reads. And I'm pulling, I pulled this from videogameschronicles.com, VGC, Friends of the Community. And it says, Manager Gaming Strategy and Development. And it says this in the, in, in the, the advertisement. We partner closely with gaming leadership team to identify and evaluate transformative growth opportunities. Our charter includes helping to answer Microsoft Gaming's most challenging business questions, leading games, M&A program, e.g., they said Activision Blizzard, Zenimax, Double Fine, etc., and identifying and understanding key industry uh, in, in industrial di- dynamics. And according to the description, folks, the winning candidates 
our, our responsibilities will be supporting strategic decisions with quantitative and qualitative rigor, identifying key consumer technology business trends, and developing and evaluating business cases for constant and technology acquisitions. That's a lot of business speak. In, in essence, they want, uh, they want a headhunter is what they're looking for. They're looking for the predator in human form to go out and find acquisitions that are going to continue to help Microsoft win this gen. They're already walking the path. When ABK goes through, and I said this last night, I know there's going to be some pushback on it. Please come at me. I'm willing to take on all challenges. The gen is over. It is done. When, when Once Call of Duty goes into Xbox Game Pass, it's generation over. I, I don't care if how, how much you love your, your Sony. I am telling you, when the normies, when the casuals come over because mm -hmm. their friend that has an Xbox is going to tell them, hey, man, you're not going to believe this. I just got Call of Duty for free. What? You got Call of Duty for free? How? Oh, $15 a month. See, that's how normal people equate. Like, we know we're paying us for a service. But when you say Game Pass, wow, I just got to hit the download button, right? Pre-install it. Yeah. Um, Steel, I, I want to go to you first on this. You guys talked mm. about this. You've had talked about this numerous times. Um, knowing that they are hiring a headhunter to mm -hmm. lead a team, because it's not going to be just one person running around like a ninja. It's probably going to be a team of people that are going to be working together to figure out what's the next best big thing for Microsoft. Mm -hmm. This obviously proves that, like Phil Spencer, remember what Phil Spencer had said in the interview after the deal was done with, um, with uh, Bethesda. The board member said, who's next? They want to know who's next. After ABK, they're going to be, they're, they're literally going to be smiling. And the next day, someone's going to be calling up, who's next? Mm -hmm. What are your thoughts on this, brother? I mean, can we expect some more big bombs after this deal is done, potentially in summer of next year? Um, as far as. <laughs> as far as big bombs, we can always expect something to come through the, the cracks, right? Uh, again, we went from a $7 billion deal with ZeniMax um, and thinking that that was a lot for gaming um, to now going to 10 times that amount. to 70 10 billion. times that amount. Um, and then not only that, because again, I know it's made to seem, oh, game is not such a huge thing, whatever the case might be, oh, whatever. But the $70 billion is the biggest acquisition in Microsoft's history. So if you look at that and really pay attention to what's going on and the plays that they're making for the future, um, you could kind of start seeing the, the, the Picasso painting that's coming together. Now, <laughs> look, to become, to become Picasso, though, it takes a lot of work, a lot of training, a lot of effort um, to build up that talent. And the number one thing that people still complain about with Microsoft because they haven't seen it yet is you can acquire studios, you can acquire whatever you want to all day, but I think this play is more so um, getting everything in line on a management standpoint, right? Hey, you guys go over here, find these people, handle this side of things for me, and report back to me so that we can continue to grow because I can't do it myself. Sarah Bond can't do it itself. Matt Booty can't do it himself. Uh, whoever else that you put in this position, you're going to need more people to diversify and make sure that 
Uh, you got projects moving. You're making proper acquisitions. You're doing. You're making plays that make sense. Um, for Microsoft, the biggest thing that they need to look into for the future is just making sure they can have a consistent stream of content. Because if they do that, then yes, I can 100% and wholly agree with you, Boom, that that would redefine the generation. Um, and it would be very difficult to keep up with or jump in line with, um, especially from a competitor standpoint. Um, when you're looking at them and they're still resting on their laurels a bit, right? Um, you have Microsoft was trying to be a little bit more forward-facing, um, really customer-friendly, um, also looking into the future with the cloud, seeing what they can implement with these things. So I think the, the biggest thing for me is seeing the growth more so than anything else. This just tells me that they're literally, they are legitimately taking this serious. Gaming is a pillar to Microsoft. And I cannot explain to people enough how that is such an influential thing that, that wasn't the, that wasn't the on. case in the Xbox One generation. No, it was not. It was not until 2017. Again, 2017. And, and what happened in 2017? Who got promoted to the right hand of the table? That would be Phil, Phil. Dominus, Maximus, yeah. Aurelius Spencer, which I still I'm arguing with King. He needs a fourth name, but we're, we're going to get into that at a later date. <laughs> <laughs> but seemingly because I, I don't like to put everything on Phil because Phil doesn't even like to put everything on himself. He likes to put everything on the team. And again, moves like this and seeing things like kind of it's the barriers being broken down one, but also seeing the different things that they had working against them. Those barriers being knocked down. Uh, you didn't have studios. You, you're getting more, have gotten more. It's to almost three times the, well, 10, 10 times the amount that you had before and more. Um, not only that, but you got more studios, you're getting more devs, you're getting more games that are coming out, which is something else that is still an open conversation. Because again, if you're looking at only first party, I can understand why you think gaming is dry, even though the picture is yes. much bigger than that. And dude, again, it's, that's what it's bonkers. About. One of the things, and again, it's, I don't want to go on a tangent because then it's a then it's a four, then, now it's really living with split screen because then it's a four hour show. Microsoft is doing it right, man. They're, they're light up front and, and, and first party. Okay. That's, mm -hmm. That is okay because Sony's going to be light on the back end of the year and it's and and no one's gonna say boo, right? So what but but unlike Sony, what are they doing? They are giving us tons and tons of Xbox Game Pass, new games in Xbox Game Pass every day. We just we just got the tweet for F1 is coming. Now I'm not an F1 dude, but that's a new brand new game that a lot of people dig. So mm -hmm. it's it's fine, but please continue. No, I mean uh that's that's pre that's pretty much it on, on at least on that aspect of it. Um it's just it's if anything, all these moves are continuing to tell me that um they're just they're continuously growing, they are taking it serious, um, they're breaking down the barriers that people have been putting up for them for years and years, yeah, and they want to make sure that they are going to be one of the main staples as far as gaming goes, whether you like consolidation or not. Um, everything it's a reality. typically into it's it's a reality. It's part. It's part of. It's part of. It's part of business, right? Um, but I, I don't think it's going to go the way that most people think. Oh, they're going to control the world. No, because there's nah. still equal competition in multiple aspects. And again, um, 
yeah, that's just me on that. So, no, dude, listen, you, 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 I, I like what you're putting down. I'm certainly buying for sure. Um, I mean, listen, it's the world is changing, and not. I'm. I'm I, I want to just pause for a second, okay? When gas here in New York is nearly six dollars a gallon for super, right? Mm-hmm. Cream cheese is eight bucks. Bread cereals are four and five dollars when they're supposed to be two and three. Operate. See, the, the one thing that we don't understand because we're not developers is operational costs. You have to understand that if you are uh, entity whoever, Sony, Microsoft, Nintendo, you are paying a studio of people for five years with yep. no or, or, or return on investment, ROI, for years before they put out a game, right? So consolidation is a necessity because the smaller debts, the smaller... No, no Microsoft, no Papa Phil, no, no, you know, no, no Papa Sony, no Papa Nintendo to pay all the bills. They have to figure it out. And that's why you're going to see consolidation. I'm not saying that it's going to be two entities that own everything because yeah. it's a proven fact that that's not happening. But there's going to be five or six, seven, maybe even a little tighter circle, maybe five, right, that have everything going because they need to. That's that's a fact. I, I want to bring in Pong, but Pong, before I do, brother, I definitely got to uh, catch up on some of the Super Chats, and we have quite a few of them. Uh, we have the first one of the day comes from us, our good friend, very generous friend of the show, Drawn TJ, drops an outstanding $10 Super Chat and says, good morning, guys. Uh, Microsoft to get and grace a group for one last for the one last big buy for all of the small uh, get Mortal Kombat, Rocksteady, Monolith, Crytek, and IO Avalanche Studios then be done. I, I think a lot of the smaller ones, are, are there, there are deals made. They're just not signed yet. Um, I think th- those deals are done. I think Microsoft, um, I, 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 like I said, the Crystal Dynamics thing really shocked me because I really thought they were next, to be honest with you. Um, the Embracer Group thing, um, that's something that um, uh, Kay Asante has been banging a drum for months. He says, I think that in three years they're going to buy them because they're they're – Right now, they're 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 literally less than what Bethesda is at 124 studios. That their 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 worth is less than Bethesda. So Microsoft, let's say three years from now, they go up to 12 billion. Microsoft, that's in the couch cushions for Microsoft. So that, that's that that's something. I mean, you never know. And Eli Slomovich, good friend of the show, gave him a big shout out yesterday. He drops. A very generous five dollars super chat and says thanks for the shout out yesterday. Great show as usual. Regards to you, the panel and the community. Yeah, brother, we love you and thank you so much for being here. Yaba um, Farva, uh, far yeah Farva. I got to think I got it right. Drops an outstanding ten dollars. So actually two super chats back to back. One of ten dollars said notification gang is all here. Blessings to the panel and chat. Blessings to you, my brother. Thank you for being here. Thank you for the generosity uh and he drops a second five dollars super chat and says see and this is this is why it hurts the tomb raider would have been a foundational franchise for xbox yes dude i couldn't have put it better myself uh, and game pass goes to show you that their hands are tied until the abk deal is done hundred and ten percent uh drawn tj wow he drops an additional two super chats one of five dollars he says hoglaw said they can get two studios during the Activision deal. Uh, that's uh, till it's over. Yeah, and look, 
We talked about it last night. First of all, we had over 400 people last night on Primetime Gaming, uh, which is now moving to Wednesdays uh, starting next week. Um, and the one, this is, see, I, I hate getting emotional and putting my heart into things because then I get disappointed and I get crushed. Uh, Crystal Dynamics was crushing for me because I know what they can bring to the table. Um, the one piece that is left on the board that absolutely must come home in you guys talked about it you you, you, you talked about it on, on living split screen on saturdays 10 a.m eastern standard <laughs> time is bringing mortal combat and nether realm studios to first party that is we know that's that's up for grabs i saw the documentation last year i had it in my hands folks um i saw what was on that document um, and we know that Discovery, it's come out. Ifran Khan uh, has, has dropped a big tweet on, two tweets, as a matter of fact, over uh, on Friday, that he's hearing Rocksteady and uh, NetherRealm. My God, ladies and gentlemen. Again, I don't want to go on a tangent. All Microsoft needs to do is get those two studios, and I think, in my opinion... Getting those two studios is like getting Ninja Theory. It's like getting Obsidian. It's like getting uh, a Playground Games. It's that level. And if you want me to take it a different further, we were talking in the green room. You say, well, what, what does Rocksteady do without the Batman franchise? I'm going to tell you what they do. Microsoft goes and license out Daredevil. And gives it to them and says, take five years, go crazy. We'll see you. We'll see you in 2027. It's cool. And let them do a Daredevil game, an original Daredevil game, or Punisher, or Midnight Suns, or a Blade, or a Ghost Rider. You pick, pick your poison. Give them the monies. Get the studio. Let them go crazy. But Pong, let me let me reel this back in. It's going to be here forever. Mm-hmm. The last super chat of the day, twenty dollars. Wow, dude, from Drawing TJ. That's that's very generous, brother. He says. They are going to get all of the normies because of MLB, NHL, NBA, tennis is another one, FIFA, and Madden and Game Pass plus Call of Duty uh, next. Sorry, Sony people, but it's over. Xbox wins. I mean, that's that's messy, but I, I have to, I have to throw confetti at you, Jordan DJ, because I agree. Uh, anyway, um, the one thing that people wanted to know is this deal, this ABK deal, the biggest. It is the biggest tech deal. In U.S. history, folks, this is not bullshit. This is this is a reality. This is why so many eyes are on it. But we know that they're not done yet. Now, are they gonna are they gonna get someone bigger than ABK? I I don't know. But what are your thoughts on hearing that they're they're looking for a headhunter to go out and find gems in the rough? Well, of course, uh, you know. Again, this is not what Microsoft is doing here. Everybody, I, again, as gamers, right? As as people who just enjoy this hobby every single day and are looking at this as the golden age of gaming, we always look like what's coming tomorrow, right? Phil's job, Satya's job, and all the people at Xbox and Microsoft's job is to look 10, 15, 20 years down the road. All these deals are for the future. Okay, it's it, yeah, sure, we're going to see stuff come out of it this generation. But they're already looking that far down the road. So, of course, we're going to see more acquisitions. The ABK deal is about the future, not just now. That's why, again, the whole Call of Duty conversation is is moot at this point because it doesn't matter if it stays multi-plat. There's so much more involved with that deal 
than just what we see up front and what we just hope happens or whatever the case may be. So yes, all of this is talking about what are they going to do to make sure that down the road, whatever happens in this industry, we talked about this so many times, boom, whatever happens, yeah. they don't, they want to dictate their own future. They do not want to rely on third parties and other companies to make things okay for them, right? They want to be able to do it all in-house, yep. all of it in-house. That's the goal. And that's what this is about here. And this industry is exploding right now. And that's what the acquisition is. That This type of mergers and acquisition, when you see this happening, it can happen during downtimes when companies are failing and they need to be saved. And there's a couple big ones out there that are saving kind of as much talent as they can, no matter what the industry is. Like there's a time when those acquisitions happen, right? And that can be a sign of bad things. The acquisitions that are happening in this industry right now is a sign of explosion, explosive growth, right? And that's what we know for it to be a fact right now. This is a sign of a healthy industry. This is a sign that there's room for so much more and so many more people to come in that an Activision Blizzard deal, as Jack Trenton pointed out in his interview that Steele and I talked about a living split screen a couple weeks ago, a few weeks ago, he mm-hmm. said that, look, this is a good thing because it leaves a hole for somebody new to come in or for 10 smaller companies to come yes. in and fill that hole. And yep. then he said, one of those could be the next Activision Blizzard. We just don't know, but that's how the whole cycle of life works in the business world like that. So again, Microsoft right now, when you see a specific hire like this, and there's been more hires, boom, hmm. not everybody pays attention to hires. It's not very fun, but shout out to Idle Sloth and Clobrio and all these people. Yeah, they're there. great. Especially Idle Sloth, awesome. good friend of the program. Yeah, that guy I, is Idle Sloth is amazing. Brother. Love that but, dude. But when he posts all these, these new hires, I always love to go in and, and see because you get little glimpses as to what's happening behind the scene. And there was this hire. There was a big uh, Xbox game studio xgs uh hire for a brand new project manager as well they are hiring at the top levels what that tells me boom is exactly what you're talking about that this is just the start of where they're going right again this industry is so big nobody is close to a monopoly nobody and again they're not on their best day brother because here's a perfect example of what you're talking about uh that deal with uh with embracer like a lot of people, mm-hmm. like who is Embracer? I never even heard of them. You get you get that a lot, folks. They have 124 studios. 124 studios. They have 14,000 employees. 400 IP. 400 yeah. IP. No, 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 no. Let me fix that. It's 900. That, that's not. That's that was incorrect. Somebody put that. Oh, was up. it okay? Yeah, so that was. Okay. They, they're approaching. They were. They were at. Uh, like almost 300 in so now February. with this with the, with the 50 is over with this 400. and then a couple of the smaller stuff that they've done as well they're about 400 ip right now, but so. but just but think still. about this for a second <laughs> when, when you say monopoly you say 124 studios 400 ip 10,000 of the 14,000 people employed are developers there is no monopoly folks <laughs> no no and, and it's not even close as the, the power is broken up in this industry it is yeah. fractured 
Monopolies yeah. happen when that power is consolidated into one or two major players that control the entire market. Yes. Xbox may have a lot of advantages in Game Pass and all this kind of stuff mm-hmm. as of right now. That's just advantages, they, though. Yeah, that's, that's just advantages, which is business. They don't control the market, right? That That's not how this works. So, again... Microsoft is going to do what they need to do to insulate themselves in the future so that they can go ahead and kind of build a moat around their kingdom. And they're going to, they're going to ask for everybody to come in. Don't, don't get me wrong. This is like Microsoft's main goal here is to control the kingdom on Azure servers. They want all the content, whether it's Sony, whether it's Nintendo, whether it's, you know, movies that you purchase, they want all of that entertainment content on the Azure servers. But what they're going to do is build this kingdom with a moat. So no matter what anybody else does, they can flourish. Right. And then they're going to say, Hey, look over here. It's a whole lot greener on this side. We'll host Mm -hmm. your services. Right. We'll, we'll make it easy to develop games by making the tools universal up in the cloud. We're going to do all this stuff. So come join our kingdom. We're going to give you a fair deal. We're going to barely take anything off the top. Just come on in. That's what they're doing with all this growth. But in the meantime, as we just focus on games here for Xbox and that ecosystem, they aren't done. They're not close to being done. Again, people can talk all they want. The rules are the rules. The laws are the laws. Again, as much heat as they may be getting from the FTC for political reasons right now, Mm -hmm. at the end of the day, the rule of law still says what they're doing is well within the guidelines and if they have to go fight it in court they will go fight it in court because that's how confident they are that they are in the right here and it's just going to be a little pause right now again i'm terrible at this that's why i don't run billion trillion dollar companies because if i was phil and satya i'd be out there be like oh go ahead take me to court i'm gonna buy this i'm gonna buy this go ahead (laughs) go ahead we'll go to court we'll see you government go ahead come on in now uh so i'm terrible at that But what they are doing is pausing right now. But Mm -hmm. after this deal goes through, and I still think they are going to push to get it done by the end of this year, then they're going to be back on the board again. Right now, I, you know, I equated it to, to sharks, right? Microsoft and Xbox are the biggest great white in the ocean right now, but they're feasting on a whale. So while that's happening, all these other sharks are going to be looking to feed themselves. And that's exactly what you saw in the embracer group jumping all over Crystal Dynamics and Eidos Montreal and grabbing all those awesome, amazing IP. You know, shout out to to everybody in Speculation Town, not just our show's boom, but there's a lot of people out there who do wander into Speculation Town and talk about this stuff. We got it right. Brother, we we last we've been talking about yes, for we have. over a year that Crystal or that 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 Square was unhappy with Crystal Dynamics and Eidos, and that those were eventually going to be sold. Yeah, the Western Division exactly, Steel, that they were going to eventually be sold. There was a lot of people who weren't even reading those tea leaves, as Fuzzy Belvedere, good good friend of the show, and others. Yep likes to say nobody was looking into the crystal ball a lot of people weren't looking in the crystal ball that way but we were and a lot of people were that go into speculation time that's why we do this right so we got that portion right the only part that we didn't see is the activision blizzard deal which nobody saw which put a hold on all of their plans which means hey somebody else got to jump in and grab it's once it's a a once in a lifetime situation dude yeah it is so somebody else jumped in started feeding Got Crystal Dynamics, got Ideos Montreal, got Tomb Raider, got Deus Ex, got all the great IP that come along with that. 
and that's what happens in business. But hey, you know what? When they get done with this Activision Blizzard deal, it's on again, man. That great white is going to be looking. It's it's hungry. A whale is not going to satisfy what their plans are. So yeah, uh, buckle up. Yeah, real quick, just to give people an update uh, of what's going on with this. Hmm. You know, you you mentioned the deal, which of course is 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 general conversation until the deal is done. And even when the deal is done, it's still going to be a, a topic of conversation. Uh, Tim Dog, I think everyone knows who Tim Dog is a good friend of mine. Um, I have his cell. We talk all all the time. Uh, I trust him. Tim is mm-hmm. uh, someone that uh, is uh, he's not an insider, but he gets inside information and. Um, he posted something, and again, this, this what I'm going to read, this is public. He didn't pull the tweet down. It's there for everyone to read, and it's ballsy. He says this. I heard some good stuff from Activision, um, uh, the Activision-Microsoft deal from strong sources. Number one, Buffett, which you know who Warren Buffett is. He's an older gentleman, but he is very rich. Well, if you didn't know, um, he has been a money man his entire life, and he owned about one and a half percent in Activision Blizzard. Uh, he recently has boosted that now up to 10 percent. Mm. What was that? No, I was saying, mm, that's, that's oh, yeah, yeah, a, a little, a, a, a little over 10 percent there, steel. Mm-hmm. And uh, what, what that does, uh, According to what uh, Tim Dog is saying, he says Buffett's backing was a big shot in the arm for investors. Uh, second, deal will go through due to the fact that the FTC will not want to go to court. In in in, K, in this case, uh, they will lose, and because they have the potential of lost money and resources. And third, at this point, Microsoft is ready to go to court if the deal is nixed. And why would they be ready to go to court and win? Because the same FTC, the same Mrs. Khan, tried to block the MGM deal for Amazon. Correct. And Amazon wasn't having it. And whether, whether whatever your feelings are with Amazon, whether they're good or bad, they went to court and the FTC lost. And then right after that, we learned that the FTC is not in a financial position for a long court battle where Microsoft is. So unless they can prove that Microsoft is doing something illegal, this Never deal, even if it's scrutinized to hell or the Hades, whatever you want to pick, nope. it's yep. going to go. It's going to go through, even if it waits until summer of next year. Not but the way the laws are written. J- just so. what? Yeah, and and, and again, <laughs> they, they, I know that there's some talk about well, the laws they want to pass. You you can't judge this deal on laws that are coming nope. next year. That's not that's nope. not the way the law works. So. They might be, pardon my friends, shit out of luck. Uh, and I'm not, talk- I'm not talking about Microsoft, I'm talking about the FTC. But, Josh, let's bring you into the conversation. Um, one of the things that we as fans, we, we love the acquisition talk, right? It, 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 it riles up. First of all, let me just say this. We have 415 people here on a Tuesday afternoon, and I'm seeing a bunch of new faces here. First of all, I want to welcome everyone in here. This is an Xbox podcast, but everyone is welcome. You play on PC, you play on your Nintendo, you play on, on your PlayStation. You're all welcome here. You keep it civil in the chat. You won't get banned. Uh, you can have your strong opinions. Don't be a bully. Bullies are not standard here. We bounce you all immediately. I have a lot of mods. And they have full authority to get rid of you if you're an a-hole. So don't be an a-hole. Have an opinion. It's great. And we appreciate it. And we love everyone. But don't be an a-hole. 
Um, but I, I, I'm very happy to say that this is, this is, this is a, this, this is a big showing. And if you are new and you're finding the channel for the first time, I do four live shows per week. I produce everything with my wife. Uh, it's just me and her. Um, and, uh, this week, six shows, four days tomorrow morning, you're getting a special edition breakfast at Boone, 10 AM tomorrow morning on Wednesday, only this week, because Friday I'm actually taking a day off folks. I'm going to go hang out with my brother, Neo Mental, and I'm going back to the movie theater for the first time in two and a half years because I didn't see Spider-Man No Way Home, um, and I died a thousand deaths because it got spoiled for me. I'm seeing Doctor Strange Friday morning. I'm masking up. I'm bringing – I may go in there in, like, in the radiation suit, but I'm going to see the movie nonetheless. Uh, but if you are new, please consider subscribing. And of course, hit the like button. But Josh, let, let, let's get back to you, brother. This is this is a big deal because there were there has been a lot of talk of what what can Microsoft do anything next? Well, this hire proves that they not only are and can, but they're willing and able to do that because this is a big position. What are your thoughts on this news? You know, I was thinking about this yesterday once you posted the topics, and it seems to me that, like, I, I feel like Microsoft is kind of looking at what Disney has done to Netflix. And, yep. and they're, they're, I mean, you can see Netflix scrambling now, right? They are out there trying to stop people from sharing passwords and, like, like, how can they, how can they, how can they scrape every penny in? And I think, I think, Microsoft just continues to set themselves up to to be that dominant player in in the way that games are going to be consumed in in the future. There's just there's there's really no way around it. You know, boom, you've talked about uh, the just the, the cost of living, all that other stuff, just to be able to have access to this, the amount of games that are that are that are in Game Pass and to continue to add studios means they add more value to the main product they are trying to push and i mean talking about names like warren buffett and the different investors people are taking notice they they right? know the they know the money wall. brother they know money yeah <laughs> yeah and they're gonna follow it and i mean the uh, you know so it's it's just a matter of time until like we see the next the next uh, big acquisition we see you know i can't wait to wake up to another monday morning where it's like what's <laughs> what's what's next what uh what what's microsoft's next power move and to be i mean as much as i you know i love xbox i mean i'm, I'm a huge halo fan uh, hopefully hopefully the the other the other major players kind of take notice you know like the they can only they can only stand on their brand for so long before the consumer just goes look i have like i have to go where my dollar is going to get me the most you know it's not Especially a matter it's not a matter of you know it's important that it's important that you bring that up because a lot of people don't understand that outside of gaming there are real life responsibilities if especially if you have a big family you know, get get putting food on a table, folks. It's 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 a problem for some people, and and I and I keep putting it down with the game pass thing. It, it's it's not to 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 uh, run a narrative for Microsoft. They're not giving me anything. I, I don't get game pass for free. I pay like everybody else. Like I just do it smart. When there's a sale, I go crazy and I get my three years worth. I'm paid up until almost the end of 2024. I'm good. You know what I'm saying? 
Um, but the the game pass situation has to be this is a monster that needs to be fed. How do you feed this monster known as Game Pass? You go out and buy a whole bunch of uh, a publisher studios and deals, which is what Microsoft is doing. But continue. No, I mean, it's just like I said at the beginning, you see Netflix scrambling and it's not like this isn't coming from the place of like, oh, I'm only a fan of this or a fan of this or a fanboy, whatever. Like just just my perspective on it. Mm -hmm. It it seems, you know, even Sony taking the steps that they did take it feels like they're still trying to lead into their brand and try to get that, you know, get the extra $5, get, get, get the extra $10, whatever per month. I don't, I don't know how well it's going to pan out. You know, I mean, I, 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 I do wonder because I mean, you Netflix. I mean, it just raised their prices again, dude. Yeah. But they set the standard. Then you saw Hulu come out. Right. And Hulu, I mean, you know, they did. Okay. They've done. Okay. They're still going. Right. But they're also they're also technically Disney. And so uh, <laughs> like y- you would see some of these other. But I mean, the the two and, and you know, HBO's been, you know, they they finally were like, hey, we need to do this. Everybody's kind of everybody's kind of go. But but I mean, look at like a Paramount Plus. It's it's eight bucks a month. You yep. know, there there there's a lot of them that are coming in saying, you know, we have to. Uh, and, and there's only so much content that can be made. Right. I yeah. mean, not that there isn't a lot out there. But I mean, I'm going to if I'm going to spend time watching something, which is very infrequently, I'm not going to Netflix anymore. Once they lost the office, there was like, I'm like, why am I? Why do I even subscribe to this service anymore? Then they lost all the Marvel stuff as well. It, it you know, Stranger Things, I guess, you know, is kind of the, the one thing that 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 I'm into. I, this is Boom and I are addicted to Korean TV, which Netflix uh, um puts out there in abundance. I don't know how, how many people watch. I love subtitles. Um, my wife and I crazy addicted to Korean dramas. It, it's we stop watching movies. We watch so much of it. But please, that's for us. Again, again, yeah. it's different. That's why I have Netflix because they, they really do power that for us. Okay, continue. Well, and don't get me wrong. I'm in the I'm in the situation like once I pick up a PS5, I'll sign up for the service because I'll have a backlog of games that I want to be able to get to. Right. But will I stay in that like I am with Game Pass? I, I don't know. I, yeah, I honestly eighteen dollars a month yes. for a non day and date man. Mm, that's tough. It, it's not going to last. I mean, I'll say I'll say it right now. It won't like they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna get their initial like you know the the hardcore fan base mm. will be on board with it. They'll be fine with it. But the everyday consumer that's just wanting to be able to there. They're gonna look and go, why am I paying 70 plus 20 a month? Like and 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 Xbox is doing something different with a with so Band many day. more games. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's mm-hmm. they're gonna force their hand, right? I mean, I cannot blame Sony for trying, you know, like really trying to use the power of their brand to say how much how much more can we do? But I don't I, I don't see it panning out in the end. And it, I mean, it's fine, it's growing pains for the entire industry. And we we get to kind of watch it all play out, and and in most cases benefit from it. Dude, hundred percent. VJ, let's bring you in on the conversation again, folks. If you don't know who VJ is, he is an important and integral part of this show because not only is he very smart and he's very articulate with the way he explains things, he has seen business, the gaming business, from multiple sides of the coin. 
He's been a developer. He's been in development. He's also been a part of the retail aspect. Um, VJ, as always, we go to you because we're expecting a, a very powerful statement. Hearing that Microsoft is uh, currently hunting for a predator-like being to be able to point out, hey, Phil, hmm. Satya, um, this is this is something we need to get. We need to look at. Uh, let let Amy Hood know to open up the bank vault because they they fit the bill. Um, what what are your thoughts on this? Knowing that they are still continuing, even after all of these purchases, still looking to a- acquire more. Um, off the top of my head, I mean everybody made some fantastic points today, um, which is a shame, really. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just excuse me, just a second, sorry. Yeah, take your time, brother. Sorry. Um, so I, I kind of, my head's kind of gone to the place where I'm wondering if, like, you know, what does that candidate look like or what are Xbox looking for? So on, on a basic level, you know, you'd be thinking about what are the needs, that's plans for evolving Game Pass in the short, medium, and long term, which the panel's covered. What does the user base and the subscriber base, more importantly, I suppose, look like today, tomorrow, in five and ten years' time, right, as... Um, as Pong Sol was sort of alluding to, and what gaps or spaces need filling occupying in terms of content offering, which we kind of discuss on the panel on, on a weekly basis. So for you, Boom, it's like a busman's holiday. You do it every day. And um, and also, how do, we, how do we create gaps and opportunities that aren't on the radar or don't even exist today, right? And that's, and that's what builds a company for the long term, right? Having those smart people that, that can think five to 10 years ahead. So, and then besides trying to sort of, for 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 game pass then the candidates got to sort of look at beyond that right besides trying to sort of create a diverse and successful content and then trying to marry that content with a, as we we're saying sort of with an ever-evolving global consumers right because we've got come sometimes we're just focused on what's happening on, on 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 in this country so and that and that um and that's very different in terms of terms of um uh, taste trends and available time to said consumers right and again uh, and by its very nature, that varies considerably by region as well. So in, in addition to that, you should also be looking at how to leverage, and this is a, probably an obvious one, uh, a growing subscriber base, right, beyond just the Game Pass, et cetera, and so on and so forth. What is it, 25 million now or something like that, that, that that's officially been reported? 30. I, I think well, it's 30, right? Is, is, well, am, I, am I wrong, gents? <laughs> is, it, is it 30 officially? I, I just read 25. So I, I For Game know. Pass? It's, yeah. it's, the official number is still 25. I'm, oh, okay. I'm All right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and um, and um, that's because the other 5 million, uh, boom, tune into your shows. Anyway, I... <laughs> I, I <laughs> I, I did from your mouth really... to the gaming god's ears. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> oh dear. Um, yeah. Look, I didn't really read what the MA candidates' role or responsibilities are. However, um, regard and I know I understand, you know, some people may and you boom, you know, sort of elaborated the fact that perhaps Microsoft missed an opportunity uh, in um in um crystal dynamics but one thing i do know from my experience and i'm sure you guys do as well and and probably uh, the audience in the chat that opportunities are in abundance they continually arise exactly. in all sorts mm-hmm. of surprising shapes and sizes you just have to have a positive mindset and your eyes wide open so to speak and 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 the right candidate that should be approaching for this especially especially if you're someone who has an inquisitive nature and in, and enjoys 
very deep inquiry right in terms into in terms of what what your job involves and, and you and you, and you love doing it and you know how to identify and champion um, an opportunity and and you can discern good natured talented and, and and driven people or management teams which with a sorry with, with a common goal and and i say that since it's doesn't matter how much money you're investing into the company brand it's always about the quality and the nature of people that you're ultimately investing in uh, over over the long haul right we all know how long games take to develop and and also you you should be a candidate you're able to sort of keep your own self-interest in abeyance uh, then, then I would say that you're probably the right person for the job. And I'm certain Xbox will run a full MOT on, on a potential candidate. And I've talked about this on the show before. The, the nucleus of any good company is all down to recruitment, right? And, and, and for me, that candidate, you know, if I was sort of interviewing him, right, or whatever, right, I'd be looking at, you know, how deep is their thinking? What is their philosophy, their personality, their vision, mm-hmm. and importantly, their empathy, uh, leadership qualities, etc. Besides, you know, their basic competences, competency and capabilities to perform. And even even the knowledge, right, um, is not as, as so important because you can learn that and, and you're going to be, able, and, you know, if you're working at Microsoft, you're all of a sudden going to be, you know, I have access to 95% more knowledge right. than you've currently got. So, 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 and you know, on that, and I'm going to stop here. So in a minute, but, um, but I was just, I just wanted to say, I'm sure, you know, many of the panel members and in some of the audience in the chat are having wet dreams about attaining such a position. And I would say, why not? Right. <laughs> you never know your luck. Yeah. I, I, listen, I love what you're putting down brother. And I would love for Microsoft. Uh, I'm not a mark. I don't have a marketing degree. But I know money. Um, and again, I said this before, 20 years ago, it would have been a great time for me to work for, for, for Microsoft. But, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm past my prime. I'm just a podcast. I'm OK with that because I'm retired. Um, <clears throat> but listen, uh, hmm. folks, I had written a show. You know, again, you, if you've ever been a part of the show, you understand I do a lot of writing because, well, that's what you got to do to put on a good show. And it was five <laughs> topics. We're not getting the five topics. What I'm going to do. We got to get to one of the big ones. And that is what Phil Spencer had to say about the show. Now, Pong and Steele talked about it exclusively, extensively, if you will, on Living Split Screen. If you missed that episode, it's in the show notes. Just click on it. It's three hours, 42 minutes. Well worth every every minute of it. Um, I like what Steele was putting down. I got goosebumps talking about. We got one more thing, Batman twenty twenty four. But you know, it's and and Pong was like, "Listen, they they can they can they can't get a game out in seven years." You're talking twenty twenty four. You're crazy. But he I, blew I, my I, mind. He blew I, my I, mind. I was like, "All like things, Batman twenty twenty four. Are you kidding?" But, we, we, I, I do want to get into um, some of the things that Phil Spencer had to say. Um, look, uh, we, we we got the information that um the the june 12th is the day right that that's the mm-hmm. day that we are we are getting um you know the the, the big microsoft event uh, how long right. is it going to be is it 90 minutes i i think that they literally have so many games to show that it has to be a two-hour affair um and uh you know one of the things that excites me uh, and, and, and look, here's the thing, folks. Um, I, I don't get enamored by personalities. I, I just don't. I, I could be standing next to the biggest star, and they're just they're just a person. I appreciate the work they do. Like if I could, you know, give the rock a pound, that would probably mm-hmm. be like, whoa! I gave the rock a pound, right? This is awesome. Um, but in this industry, bringing it right back to gaming, there is one person that really does stand out. 
And I, I can say that I, I, I respect it. I, 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 I think that he is in, an incredible human being, but he is also a representative of how it's supposed to be done in a business world where people, where we matter, not just as customers, but as human beings. The human element is always at the forefront of everything Phil Spencer does. And that's why I don't want to use the word enamored because he's a human being like me. But I respect the H at a, of what Phil does and what he stands for. And it's what he said in this tweet that gets me incredibly excited for what they're going to do this year. And you have to understand, it is no small feat of what they're putting together, considering that they delivered a 10 out of 10 show last year. I gave the show a 9.5. I rewatched it and I said, you know what? I feel like an ass. I should have given it a 10 live on the air because that's what it deserved. It was bombastic. It was packed to the gill with first party. It was everything an Xbox fan has been waiting for for years. And I said this live on the air. It is their best show that they have put on in their existence as a platform. And now Phil and company have to figure out a way to do that again and then blow our socks off. So this is what Phil Spencer had to say. He says, getting ready for events, spending time with studios, reviewing demos, announces, scripts is one of the most fun parts of the job. I feel like a fan who snuck or sneaked into the backstage watching the show get created. And I got to be honest with you. He also added that he felt like a kid. He felt like a kid putting this show together. When you hear, again, let's put this into perspective. He is the head of not Xbox gaming, Microsoft gaming. They created a new position that probably came with an additional zero on his yearly salary. He is the head dude. When they were talking to him about ABK, he came out like the emperor and said, they will report to me directly. There's no more shenanigans over at ABK once this deal is done. The culture is changed to a Microsoft culture. And he, the emperor, known as Phil Dominus Maximus Aurelius Spencer, he will be running the show. So to hear this, and I want to go straight to our very special guest, Steel Rain. How hearing how excited he is, he, he mm-hmm. you know, he gets to look behind the curtain. He knows the script. He knows what's going to be shown. He knows right. what's being put on and taken off the board. And he's saying this for everyone to hear as a fan of Xbox. How does that make you feel? Um, as the way that it makes me feel is the way that it, it always makes me feel whenever I hear Phil, <laughs> the film puns intended. Um, <laughs> It's the way it always makes me feel because I know that he has a understanding of what a gamer is because he is one. Um, And he has the benefit of also being in a position for his job that isn't something that he loves. So I can only imagine and I I try to put myself in a scenario like that where um, not to say maybe maybe that's not his end of the day. That's what he imagined where he wanted to be um, back in the day. Maybe he wanted to be a jet pilot. He wanted to be a firefighter one day. I mean, but to me, I feel like he always wanted to rise up the ranks of Microsoft, especially if you look at how long he's been with the company and 
his developments with them and how he's grown with them. So over the years to see him grow and then come into the position that he is again, the head of Microsoft gaming division is it, it gets me more excited because when you hear statements like the one that you just made or like he made, um, you it, it sends a little bit of chill up your spine, right? Because you know that uh, you're going to get some product, some good quality, some something to demonstrate why you're invested into this ecosystem. Um, for some of us who have been invested since 2001, um, the other thing though, um, and it's kind of a double edged sword because. The opposite side of the spectrum is, yeah, Phil could be as excited as he wants to be, and he could be a gamer all he wants to be, but at the end of the day, he still has a job. And that has not, that side of it hasn't always been represented into the best light um, in a lot of people's eyes. Not saying us or anybody else, but Microsoft still has a lot to prove as far as game-wise and putting out quality titles. Again, you look at Halo, um, number one IP from Microsoft, probably spent, a lot more money than you would on any other IP on this one. And you're still, you're having trouble with a studio that has been, that has put out a few games under their belt now at this mm -hmm. point with this one IP and still some having some management issues. So to me, it kind of speaks to, it does speak to a bigger picture, something that we have to be wary of. Um, oh yeah. It's not unicorns and rainbows all day long. There, there, right, there are exactly. some, there are some issues that need to be ironed out for sure. Absolutely steel. Great point. And the only reason why I'm going to put that under Phil is because at the end of the day, it doesn't matter who you want to blame or who is this team is at the end of the day, he's the quarterback. Now who's going to blame who's on the team's going to take the blame, the quarterback. The guy who's throwing the ball, who is the main representative of the team, no matter who else is involved. And he understands that. I think he wholeheartedly understands that, which is part of the reason why he gets excited. He tries to get us excited, why um, you see him come off the way that he does, kind of uh, cheeky, but at the same time, like, you know, I know I have a lot of work to do. Uh, I know that there's, I'm dealing with a lot in the background. Uh, so for me, get kind of, kind of like what we talked a little bit split screen, I do want to see Microsoft come out this year and really establish to the people that, hey, look, we spent 77, almost $80 billion in gaming, biggest acquisitions that you've ever seen in this space. We want you to know why you need to be excited. Here's our timeline. Here are these games. Here is what I what we have promised, what I have promised to you over the last decade almost going into. And I want you guys to understand that we represent the gamers. We want to make sure that your dollar is taken to its maximum incentive. And we want you to know that, um, you know, moving on into the future, the gamer is always going to be the number one place or the gamer is going to be the number one uh, point that we want to touch on and make sure we focus on. And, and everything else is kind of, we'll, we'll do that in the background. So for me, it gets me excited again, knowing Phil has so many hands within it and that he's passionate about it that he loves it that he cares about it because you do not see that typically in things that you would care for especially in entertainment right uh we get excited when we see um movie directors direct certain movies right um you see certain actors in certain in those certain movies and then it's the same as, as anything else so that's what that's what gets me a little bit hype about it so. oh dude I, I love it i love it. and you know something i i appreciate uh, some of the smoke because it's not unicorns and or rainbows all day long. 
you know, listen, say what you want. I, I, I gave uh, Halo Infinite a 10 out of 10. I got a lot of shit for that, too. And, and I, too. I think what they delivered was freaking phenomenal. Like but, it. you know, this industry is known for what have you done for me lately. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, uh, you know, a lot of people were disappointed uh, with, uh, you know, th- that they announced it was another six-month, uh, you know. Um, season. Season. Yeah, thank you. Thank mm-hmm. you for the save. Um I, I personally, I don't, I don't care. Uh, I, yeah, I, I mean, wanted, I, I, me personally, I can't wait to get back play. into it. Uh, what I'm excited for is to uh, get start building up again. I only got to level 52 in my battle pass. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna transfer over to the new battle pass, and I'm gonna try and finish that, and then go back and finish the other one. Um, big team battle, that's my jam. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm a little yeah. disappointed that there's only one map as opposed to getting maybe two or three in there. But again. These things have growing pains, but the management issue that you originally referred to is is a problem. Um, and eventually, they will they'll figure they'll figure it out. It's their biggest franchise; they have no choice. They they must figure it out. But before I bring Pong into conversation uh, to get what Phil had to say and what his expectations of the show is, I got I mean, a ton of super chats have come in. Black Sausage, good friend of the program, he drops. A five dollar super chat, and he says during Paramount's earning call, they said that the that Halo is a huge hit, and that they have seen a hundred and forty eight percent growth in service. Very happy it's doing well. Yeah, me too. I, I I love the show. I mean, listen, I know that the helmet off and it kind of pisses people off. Like I even even I there was a like, point I'm like, man, this helmet's off again. Come on, man. You know, enough. We know we know what he looks like now. Let's put the helmet back on. But it's fine. I'm I'm quite enjoying it. It's well worth the money for me. Um, and I can't wait to see what they do in season two, or at least, you know, finish. We got a couple more episodes before the season's over. Um, Danny Passion Official, good friend of the program, he drops a $2 super chat and says, give me a great show while, while I edit this project. Well, we hope that you're enjoying yourself, Danny. Um, I, th- I think it's been a bit of a fire show, to be honest with you. I'm, I'm super hyped. Uh, Drawn TJ drops a couple more super chats. Brother, thank you for the outstanding and ridiculous <laughs> generosity. He, he drops a $5 super chat and says, they don't need to go bigger uh, money-wise. They just need to get an embracer. Yeah, I, I, I think uh, so, someone actually said something about this. Oh, here it is. <laughs> Gameplay HUD Zero. Drops an outstanding $5 super chat, and he says this, and it makes a lot of sense. I like what he's putting down. I bet my bottom dollar that WB Games already talked with Microsoft behind the scenes, and I believe that. Uh, Quote this, NetherRealm is in the bag, and Embracer Group deal uh, was a Microsoft strategy. I mean, it's, you know, uh, Keosante is kind of on the same page with that. He thinks that it's a it's a it's a, a deal two three years down the line. They pick up Embracer, and that's why they didn't move on these two studios that broke my heart because they're eventually going to get them. Again, it's just speculation, but it's fun. Sikio um, Yumi drops out just a uh, very generous two dollars of a chat and says Xbox can buy Embracer for twenty billion after ABK. If they went if they went next year or the following year after that, it wouldn't be twenty. It'd probably be barely ten, to be honest with you. Um, and that would be something that they could do. Uh, Drawn TJ drops a very generous additional $20 super chat bomb. He says, I'll tell you guys what I told Boxenberger. They need to show concept art in the beginning of making games, then CGI in the middle of development, then gameplay at the end. And that would make us happier as gamers. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I, I just think that sometimes they're a little gun shy, Microsoft, mm-hmm. uh, when it comes to showing stuff. And we know why. I mean, it's, it, it, it is what it is. But uh, Echelon 7 
Delight drops a very generous $5 super chat and says, Good afternoon, booming panel. I'd love for oh, Devolver Digital and Game Science to become Microsoft first part. Dude, I love everything Devolver Digital does. I mean, my God, they are just, they're giants among midgets. Uh, they just, <laughs> when it comes to, when it comes to being, uh, a, a part of the indie scene. Uh, they just <laughs> they just stand above everyone and they just know how to deliver um, incredible, incredible uh, content that most of us would have looked over. But when, listen, I mean, I know Pong's a big fan. When you say Devolve Digital, I, I kind of, I'm like a meerkat. I'm looking like this because I, because I, it's it, because they just, they just know talent um we have uh, uh bridgeadeers bridgeadeers blue drops a very generous uh five dollar super chat and says uh can't stay uh and chat but wanted to show support since i always catch the shows after the fact and always make my day keep up the amazing work well brother thank you that's it. listen i appreciate the generosity um, because obviously we use that to power our giveaways which we do uh quarterly uh you know obviously we do big four big ones per year but it's the um it's the uh it, it, it's a, it's the comment that really does hit home uh, we de i definitely uh, uh, love the fact that you're enjoying the content and of course that every every all all of the uh the men on this panel uh power that so it's, it's certainly not just me um it says uh oh yes it's a boom do you uh, uh still rain actually says boom do you remember that phil said that he would uh would love to have deep silver five six five six years ago. yeah I, I remember that dude and that's that, that's big uh, boom that was uh that was said by brett bingham oh nice 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 okay um and uh elemental po drops a two dollar super chat and says there is there room for another console in this place ah, man i don't know i mean I mean, the Steam Deck is technically a f the fourth, right? Because, you know, and, and with the Steam Deck, you know, you talk to people that have it. They absolutely love it. I mean, I'm not a tinkerer, so it doesn't it, – it, it's it's just not for me. I, I'm like a barbarian. Like, you, don't put that in front of me because I'm just going to play it for what it is. I'm not going to do all the extra bells and whistles that it's known for. Um, Brett Bingham drops a very generous $5 super chat and says, uh, Deep Silver is owned by Embrace Group. Yeah, they are. Yeah, they certainly are. And, uh, well, you know, they could be owned by Microsoft in a couple of years. And everyone has come home. Um, Pong, let's, let's get your opinion on this. You were very passionate on Saturday's episode on what your expectations are. Um, and um, it's – there's a there, – I have lofty – very, very as tall. I'm six feet, and it's it's double my size of what I'm expecting. Now, is that a bad thing? Probably, uh, because when you expect, you know, big things, you get let down. Uh, I don't think Microsoft's going to let us down. I think that they just have so many games, so many experiences, so many genres coming that I think it's going to actually be hard of for, for for Phil and company to figure out what the H day show next. To be honest with you, but hearing Phil talk. Of, of like an excited kid on Christmas morning should excite you as an Xbox fan. What, 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 what are your thoughts on what Phil had to say? 
Well, it is Phil Spencer, and he is always Mr. Positive, right? So, uh, you know, I expect him not to come out and say, God, this is going to be a terrible show. Don't tune in. <laughs> exactly. uh, we'll see you guys next year when everything gets better. Uh, but no. This yeah, are season- you saying wait for next E3? <laughs> is that what you're saying? Right, <laughs> right, exactly. That's the great meme uh, that will never die uh, ever. But I think that obviously when Phil speaks about this, like Steele pointed out, as somebody that we know, is a true gamer, uh, not somebody who just plays the part. This guy started as a gamer, mm-hmm. built his way up from the bottom at Microsoft, all the way mm-hmm. up to CEO of Microsoft Gaming, the right hand of Satya at this point. Look, this this guy has the business mind. He has the leadership qualities, all of that. So, of course, he's going to hype his product. Yeah. But he is a gamer. Yeah. And he right now, when he gets to take all this in, yeah, he's got him and his team. And it's not just Phil sitting around in his own private right. movie studio watching all the trailers going, that one's in, cut that one, that one's it. That's not what Phil's doing, right? This is a so he, so he doesn't have a director's chair with Phil right. Spencer no, on the back. No, is that what you're saying? No, no, he does not have that. But he is still watching all of this stuff. It just so happens to be all of you know his first party stuff. But he's getting to see a lot of it for the first time as a gamer, too. So he's got that childlike quality that all of us gamers do, that we never lost. A lot of people grow up and lose it, right? And they don't play with child childlike things anymore. They don't watch childlike things anymore. We still do, right? And he's got that quality inside of him. So I'm sure there is a part of him as he sits there and gets to see all of this new exciting stuff coming from, you know, his studios that there's got to be a little extra special, uh, you know, happiness and giddiness to him with some extra goosebumps involved as he knows that we as gamers, he knows that he's watching this going, oh my God, he knows we are going to do the same thing. Oh my God, look at this. This is just absolutely amazing. That's a little extra on top of what, you know, when he comes out and says something like this. And let's let's not forget, uh, for people who miss PM and the PM, uh, Steel was a guest. Dude, you know, know what? I, I didn't give yeah. you – wow, man. You know what? No. Shame on me for not pr- – that was – That blew up. <laughs> yeah. A phenomenal show. I mean, listen, first of yeah. all, you and Mav are stars on your own right because you guys are real – and you know you love the people that love the shows, and you that's you can't fake that. But you had Steele, you had Ra- Randall Thor, the man with the million, who who by the way hasn't been doing videos, but he has been killing it. And I mean, he stopped by to, uh, to, to hang out with me for an hour on uh, a couple of weeks ago on X Vlog Live. He's been making the rounds. That was a phenomenal and major bombs info yeah. bomb yeah what one gold nugget that came out of it which i was just going to say boom was that Rand just casually dropped that you know and again as I he does. everything with he's not an insider right he, he's not but he does talk to people he knows people but you take everything with a grain of salt and he said that right but he he the, the nugget that kind of has blown up out of that show was that he has heard that nearly every single first-party studio under Microsoft has presented something for the showcase. That's, and, and speaking <laughs> of which, again, we are going to elaborate on that tomorrow morning's Breakfast with Boom. So tune in 10 a.m. Again, yep. special day, special time, because I'm, I'm taking Friday off. 
but that's 23 studios. Let's just get let, 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 let's paint the picture. 23 studios said, "Here you go. Here's yep. something for you, uh, whether they use it or not." What? And again, remember they, right. they, they have a plenty of shows. Are we getting a new XO? I don't know. Are, 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 Keely, are the Keelys at the end yep. of the year? They yep. could be holding some stuff, but please continue. Yep. yep, there's Gamescom. There's a bunch of different shows, so they're going to have a lot of decisions to make, and that's obviously what Phil's talking about here is that they've got a lot of things to go through and decide what mm-hmm. is going to make this showcase. And obviously, again, when it comes to the showcase, it is already going to be a special one because we are getting Todd Howard's first brand-new IP in Starfield in over two decades showing off. And that is obviously going to be the main focus of this show there, but there's a lot more to show there's red falls, right? There's potentially motorsport. Uh, there there's all these third party deals that they still have to come out and talk about. And all of this first party content, like Avowed, that was cut last year. We know for a fact that Avowed was ready to be shown. So what are we going to see out of that this year? So Phil has got to be just sitting back. Finally, after the memes, like you said, boom, wait till next E3, wait till next E3. They're finally at a point now. The studios were kind of coming out of that pandemic mode. The studios now have processes in place that allows them to be efficient no matter how they're working. Some of them are back in the studios together. But that means that maybe this year, right, maybe this year, last year was absolutely phenomenal. The pacing was outrageous. But there was a lot of CGI last year as well, right? There was I'm a lot okay. of. I know a lot of people dislike so, it. I, so okay am I. So am I. But maybe this is the year where we actually see more gameplay because these yes. studios are ready to show Fable off gameplay, what they've been doing. Avowed gameplay, Hellblade gameplay, dude. That we can go on and on and on. So yeah. many ways they could go with this. So I've got to believe that when Phil put out this tweet, that there was a little extra spice to it. That there was that gamer in him. Wait, was in he him. strutting his stuff? Yeah. Because I think that now, because again, you know, you know, Steel pointed out there's still things to prove. Xbox still mm-hmm. has a lot to prove. They've been yep. saying all the right things. They've been making all the right moves. But at the end of the day, when it comes to gaming and games, you can build the dream team, right? But that doesn't mean it necessarily shows up on game day. It, that doesn't matter. You got to prove that all of this stuff that you've been saying, all yeah. of these different moves that you've been making are the right ones. And you have to make sure that you come out and show the gamers, the consumers, the customers and the wider audience that, yes, this is all now paying off. And we are going to have some of the best games you have ever seen come out of our first party studios right now and into the near future and you got to say look look we know that in the past we may not have had all of this maybe some things that we pushed out the door we had to push out the door because we just didn't have any content we didn't have the studios we do now but now that we do guess what we're not just going to push out a lot of content to you we are going to push out quality content to you at the highest levels of this industry right that those bars have been set in a lot of ways by others we are going to meet and then push those bars even further because now we have the talent in our first party studios this showcase is the first time that they can start doing that yeah they did last year right we saw a lot of great stuff last year right Mm -hmm. but they got to continue it because this generation like you were talking about boom in the beginning of the show if they want to come out on top this generation and i don't even know if that's whether or not that's 
ultimately important. Again, they're looking 20 years down the road where Microsoft Xbox is going to be. But of course, they want those feathers in their caps that they need to show this consistently from here on out that these studios are fired on all cylinders and that they are no longer going to be satisfied with just getting a game out to have a game out. They now want to get award-winning games out. They want the best of the best coming out onto the services. And if a game's not ready, guess what? They don't have to push it out the door anymore. They can let it sit and cook even longer because they got so many other things they can slide in there. So I'm excited for the show. Like I said, on Living Split Screen, like I said, on other shows when we talked about this last week after the announcement of the Save the Date for June 12th, I don't know if this show is going to have as many games as we saw last year. There was like 33, 34 games showing last year. I don't know if this show is going to have as many because Starfield's going to have a big chunk of time. Redfall needs to be showing off. 100%. Motorsport is there. But you know what I do? What I did say, I think we're going to see longer clips with gameplay of some of the exciting stuff that is going to be ready within the next six to 12, maybe even 18 months. And I think that that is going to blow our minds because again, these studios, they all know it's been the gauntlet's been thrown down. You got to make quality, not just content. And we started to see that. Oh, Forza Horizon five was amazing, right? Halo infinite turned out to be, you know, outside of all the criticisms that we now have of it turned out to be very well done. Yeah. But some well, of these both games, aspects too, both multiplayer, both and parts player. of it, both yeah. parts of it. But some of these games that are going to be coming out that are current gen only need to start showing off what that those series consoles can do. And I think that that's what we this year out of this showcase and going forward. And I think there will be more shows. I think they are starting. That was another hire they made. They br- they, yes, they were bringing in somebody to good point, start yeah. planning out more events because they have so much to show us. They need to bring out more. They have to have more shows so that we can see what's going on. Because again, we're not we're not we're at the tip of the iceberg here we're not we're, we're not even close to seeing what they truly have going on yet right. but the next couple of years are going to be that but this is the first showcase i'm hyped i'm excited phil's uh tweet obviously again with starfield i can't get any more hype for this showcase i don't care what else is showing it could be starfield for 90 minutes and i'd walk away saying this is the best xbox show of all time right <laughs> But know, when, we, when we, Phil we know, comes we know, out, and says, we know your feelings, uh, <laughs> right? Uh, right, exactly. But when Phil comes out and says this, it does. You know, I at knowing that he is a gamer, knowing that he's getting to see all this stuff, it does raise that just a minute little bit more, right? Because I, I, I can't wait to see what he's watching right now. As well, I mean, it, 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 to your point, if Phil's excited, it's not because he's being, uh, you know, a, a team member. You know what I'm saying? He's yeah. excited yeah. because he's one of us. And right. if, if if what he's seeing is getting him excited, that means it's probably going to get us very excited as well. Real quick, I got to shout out Sergi24 uh, says, uh, first of all, thanks so much for being here. I know that you're, you're real, I, I can't say you're relatively new or old, but thank you for being here. He says something pretty interesting. Never seem to get notifications anymore when the show goes live. Look, folks, mm. we have uh, over yeah. 460 people here right now, which is bonkers uh i I, i'm i'm so thankful so many people here do me a favor uh check the notification bell and make sure that it's checked uh my uh, microsoft uh youtube has been doing a lot of changes with their algorithms and they they make a lot of mistakes and because i am not a hundred thousand subs 
I have I don't have an email. I, I can't call and speak to somebody. I have to pray to the gaming gods and I'll send a, a, a message to the general and someone will reach out to me. Um, check your notification bells because what wound up happening is uh, during one of their F-ups, which they never tell you about, unless you go public and embarrass them, which is what I had to do several times, they tell you, hey, you know, we were doing this, that, and the third, and uh, the notification bells were accidentally switched off. So if you're not getting notified, it's nothing that Double Barrel Gaming is doing. It's something that, unfortunately, that YouTube is doing. And you got to you gotta, um, you gotta check to make sure that your notification bells are clicked. Even though you might have checked them off at one point, just make sure that they're on because, again, that, that's a thing that, that, that that's actually a thing that happened. I don't know what they did, but that's what happened. But, Josh, uh, let, let's bring you into the conversation. Uh, Phil Spencer, he gets, uh, he gets a lot of love from the community, and for good reason. This is another mm-hmm. good reason. Uh, he gets out there and he says, hey, you know, uh, I feel like I, I snuck in to the, you know, to, the, to the concert, got backstage, and saw how, they, how all the fireworks work. You know how, how the pyrotechnic worked, how the how you know the roadies put everything together, mm-hmm. um, and to hear him get excited about what he's seeing and he's you know he's running the whole show should get uh, fans of Xbox excited. What what are your thoughts on what Phil had to say? Phil, I just need to know if we're gonna see Crimson Skies too. That's thank you, <laughs> kind <laughs> sir. That's, yes, that's all I need. <laughs> no, I'm with you guys. I. I love the guy. I've loved watching him and, and the way he has has transitioned the company from like, you know, it, like Peter Moore was great. And then it was like the suits and ties took over and it was just <laughs> kind of like, uh, oh, you weren't a fan of Donnie D. Come on. Uh, come on, Josh. And I mean, I, I didn't even Donnie know. Donnie D works name. for Sony. You can tell. So, uh, I think things are happening. Oh, oh, he's, wearing, saying. he's wearing a Jim Ryan mask. He's right wearing. I, did you see that gif, by the way? Someone yeah, gave I see that. It, it, it was hilarious. <laughs> they rip off the, 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 the ghost mask and it's Jim Ryan. They rip off the Jim Ryan mask and it's Donnie D. I love it. Yeah, that's, that's so messy. That's so messy. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, but I mean, right. Phil does seem like a gamer. Right, he's he's right. he is a gamer. It doesn't seem like a gamer. He's he's a gamer. Listening to him talk about Destiny, um, he gets excited. Yeah, he gets very excited, and yeah. that like I don't I don't think there's any BS in this tweet. I think I don't I don't think it's I I don't think it's just PR nonsense. I will say this: they set a very high bar last year. So are they going to be able to? get to that point again i know i know starfield is exciting for a for a lot of people you know right. i know but i want to we already know about starfield right and i i want to know about some stuff that's new but that's also not three years out two years out like like and i honestly i think a big thing that they could do and and hopefully part of the reason he's excited is because they're going to be like oh and this is on game pass today and this is on game pass today and this is on yep. Game Pass today, right? When those when, when those announcements start really hitting, where it's like, yo, we're jumping right on, like, we're jumping right onto our Xbox right after this presentation because we can't wait to play, you know, whatever game is announced. That's, that's to me, what starts to really win these shows. You know, Nintendo tries to do it. And, and sometimes it's a sometimes it's a hit. Sometimes it's, it, it, it's not with, hey, this is out now. This is out now. And... Mm-hmm. I, I really, I, I really want to see something like that from 
and something that's going to get buzz, right? Something that everybody's going to be like, yo, I can't wait to get this downloaded. Something's going to melt the servers. You know what I mean? Like, let's, 100%. Let, let, let's have yeah, it be yeah. something that's, that really, really wins the day. You know, I know we're not seeing like the regular E3 where it's like we can kind of grade all of them together and and who knows when other when other presentations will be shown. But like I, I, I really do hope that they they knock it out of the park and they have set a bar. I feel like they really set the bar last year for what what a show should be. And I mean, sure, yeah. I you know, you guys were talking about CGI and stuff like that. Like I get it. But I mean, their the it the, their job is to market games and to to keep us informed on on what's coming out i think to take it to the next level let us know that we can play something the same day let's know we can play a few things yeah. the same day yeah no, i, I like I what you're putting down i think that that you know you know there there is one more question that we're going to come back around to that i'm gonna that i that i will read after we get vj's point but i like what you're putting down josh i think that you're that's incredibly important whether that's in a triple a experience or an indie which i i love everything on the spectrum i, I don't have a specific it's got to be this genre or this brand or this name or this A. Games mm-hmm. for me, I think a lot of people mm-hmm. here, games are just games. Right. And I, 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 I can find yeah. solace in a game that costs $50 million or $50 to make. It, 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 to me, as long as it's fun, I, don't, I really don't care. And I think, Josh, you're definitely onto something. VJ, let's get your final point on how sure. Phil uh, talked about being able, you know, looking behind the curtain and getting excited about what he knows is coming. That yeah. should excite fans. Does that excite you specifically? Um, I think Phil's spoken on more than one occasion about having the privilege of um, uh, being able to sort of leisurely peruse Xbox games in development at certain points yeah. during the year because he's such a busy guy. Um, <laughs> and um, for me, you know... Um, Authority should never be the truth for you. Only truth is mm-hmm. the real authority in that sense. I'm kind of really looking forward to the June 12th show. Uh, that's not one of mine. It's someone else said that. So, yeah, definitely mm-hmm. not one of mine. I'm not that smart. Um, but when it comes to uh, entertainment content specifically and, and how it's sort of um, reflected upon, right, once it's been processed through the firmament of the of the mind's eye, it, it, un- it ultimately ends up being highly subjective and what I sense is that what most people with a, with a balanced disposition, and uh, believe me, um, they're few and far between, but maybe I don't look hard enough. It's, um, it's to then assess and see how Xbox, for me at least, is how they've progressed uh, or, or how Xbox and their studios are progressing. And I mm-hmm. think that that's what Phil is actually really doing uh, behind the scenes and behind the sort of PR tweet. And besides assessment, um, he's he's ultimately tasked with uh, making his studio content um, sort of pliable, agreeable, and and dynamic, right? For for a very public uh, consumption date, which is again June the twelfth. Uh, uh, tell me if I've got the date right or wrong. Cause I actually can't remember. It's June twelfth. No, it, 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 it's June twelfth. <laughs> so really you're, you're good. You're good. <laughs> yeah. So so and look, Phil may be proud or, or excited for, for certain content, but ultimately he's in the business of, um, of selling future promise and ensuring that studios live up to his promise that he's made to us fans. And that's a tough job. 
right? And um, and that's regardless of these games being in Game Pass or day and day and launch and so on and so forth. And for me, it's not about comparing uh, studios internally or even externally with, with other companies, right? And there might be potentially several other summer events. It's about observing individual studios' journeys and how they are progressing and how they are faring under the Xbox Game Studio umbrella. Again, I, I think there's a distinction to be drawn in terms of how feedback is holistically and objectively processed after being received and not based on public or punditry outcry, critique and scrutiny, right? And let's be honest, we know less than 5% in relation to what actually is going on. And I think that's pretty, that's pretty evident, right, from listening to everybody in, on the... Mm -hmm. uh, on, on the panel and, that, and that's what actually makes it even more exciting i don't know if you guys agree and yeah and, and phil and co um, i think sorry no no i'm saying i i, I absolutely 100 everyone should be yeah. excited yeah and and i think phil and co uh will do exactly that pre and post the event in terms of assessment and and he since he and his team um i think that because they're still early on in their in their um in their trajectory um, and in terms of where they want to go and so on and so forth. So I think that what they need to do and what they will do, hopefully, is to continue, continue to support these studios, regardless of what, what the public see, say or do. As And because at the end of the day, what I see is that uh, this panel, this community in the chat, continue to do uh, support the studios in their own way, you know, via our purchases or accessing these games via Game Pass. And, and some studios will need time, patience, and more importantly, support and understanding. And, and some studios will be ahead or behind schedules, and some will hopefully blow the general public away, right? Last mm. year, I gave the show a 10 out of 10. Uh, and you were right for doing so. Surprises on the show that day. <laughs> and, yeah. and that was... Um, and that was a boom. That was a 10 out of 10 at that point in time of, uh, of Xbox's journey. And, and this year, for me, I, I would like to come away with the feeling and, and, and thoughts of an upwards curve in terms of Xbox's presentation, uh, performance, improvement, and promise in, in mind, right? That's how I want to come away for it. And hopefully, more importantly than anything, with our imaginations, and that's all of us, right? Everybody in the chat, everybody in the community, everybody on this panel, um, hopefully we all come away with our imaginations sort of highly engaged with some of what's around the corner and perhaps mm -hmm. something that's, you know, maybe one or two years down the line, right? Because these things take time. And and look, it may not be perfect and, and it will be highly subjective considering humans to humans, you know, we're unique, right? In terms of sensation, observation, desire, bias, like self-interest and all that game. And and it's it's it, for me, it's all about observing these things without judgment. And then only then you can kind of tap into a higher or a different intelligence within you and see beyond. And and I'm just looking for evidence uh, of improved process and progress right. and projects with with meaning and significance. And again, I, I understand that's subjective, but overall, boom, I'm I'm, I'm ultimately I'm, I'm really looking forward to um, June the 10th or whenever the show is. Yeah, June 12th. Just no, no, it's, but boom! Don't forget, we've got a private viewing. You've invited me to a private. That is true. That, that, you know what? Sorry, you you, you let the cat out of the bag. Stuff. I'm going to know before everybody. Damn it. <laughs> um, I'm still waiting. I'm, I'm still waiting for the uh, the the the, the flight plan from papa phil's so he's gonna fly me in this private jet listen fancy um, hotel no yeah listen i, I don't, i'll pay for it brother just just invite me uh, and, I, and i'm good I'll, I'll pay for it myself uh listen you know one of the Ooh. things that we were talking about Steele and i before everyone got in here in the green room um and we i mean you know we, we got some minutes left first of all 450 people still here uh lots of new faces so obviously please if you are enjoying the content for the love of joe 
subscribe and hit the uh, like button. Uh, we do greatly appreciate it. Um, one of the things that has been missing from a lot of the gaming shows that we were spoiled in the Wild West of the PlayStation 3, Xbox 360 era, right? What, what, what's been missing, Steele? We got one more thing for you. Um, now, last year, if you remember, my one last thing that I have been wrong since E3 2018. I've been wrong so much. <laughs> it's I, I'm running on a record potentially here, folks. Um, is I did the, the splinter cell sound, and I mm-hmm. said, screen avenue goes black. The, the three lights come on. The sound goes on. Xbox exclusive. And I'm getting goosebumps just talking about it because that would be like goosebump inducing. Now, is that going to happen? No. But I, I do want to poll the chat. I want to poll the, 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 uh, the panel. If you were directing this Xbox show, um, <laughs> what one last thing would you put in there? What would be, Phil comes out on stage and he says, I want to thank all of the Xbox fans for sticking with us through all the hard times. We hope you enjoyed today's show. Uh, we're excited to show you things that we didn't get a chance to show, but those are coming later this year in event A, B, and C. Um, but I have one more thing that I want to share, and it just goes black. What is your one more thing, Mr. Steel Rain? What what gets the goosebumps induced on your arms like it is for me right now? What 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 what, what is the one more thing you want? <laughs> Batman 2024. Let's go. Let's go. Let's, Let's go. go. Rock, Rock right, City I'm... just tripled their studio hey. size and they're gonna make a game in two years. Let's go. <laughs> Look, I am going to go out on the limb, and I'm just going to throw out the same one that I threw out before, was that, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, you the lights turn dim, everything goes dark, and then all of a sudden, there's just a bunch of bats that go all over the place. And he comes out and says, Batman, exclusive to the Xbox ecosystem, 2024. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, that would blow my mind. Again, like, yes, Splinter Cell would definitely be a dope one, but we've been waiting for something like that to come for a long time, and I doubt that that's ever going to be in an Xbox show. But um, for me, Batman just makes sense because kind of like we talked about a little bit in the background, and it doesn't well, have you to know, be you, you, you said on Living Split Screen that it's the character draw. Exactly. Like he's he's as big as Spider-Man. Now, maybe not for a lot. I'm an MCU stan, right? Mm-hmm. I love DC. My favorite hero on DC side is Batman because he's a man. He doesn't have superpowers. He has a brain. Yeah, right. he's rich, but he 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 uses he's the world's great detective for a reason. Um, right. and he does have a, an incredible character draw. I, I agree with you. I, Steel, I'm right there with you. I've been banging the drum. I, I've been saying this for anyone that follows the show has known that I'm not saying I want Microsoft to be Sony. I, I don't want that. But I've been saying that they need their own hero. I don't care whether that's Spawn. I don't care whether that is someone from you know, uh, you know, know, Dark Horse. They need their own brand recognition character. Exactly. And that's what... That's what I'm looking for as far as when you look at the competition, if we're not ever going to get something like 
a a Spider-Man or whatever the case might be, if that's never going to come to the Xbox ecosystem, period, um, then the only thing that Sony could do is may expand that out. But what your competitor could do is say, look, you want Spider-Man. If this is the game that you want to play, then we're going to grab Batman and we'll continue to go down that road and continue to iterate on the Arkham series. Again, I don't think that with what they're doing with um, Gotham Knights, I don't think they're doing that for no reason. And Batman is never dead. I know they like to say, oh, Batman's dead, quarter owl, we're trying to figure shit, figure stuff out, excuse me. Um, I don't there, there's always more to the story than that because just Batman is never dead, right? Um, until he's dead. But I think going that direction, it would be the perfect way to kind of springboard off of things. So yeah, that wouldn't put it in 2024, but ideally you're starting at least you're building up the hype train and having proper representation like that would ignite the world like what X batman's with xbox now like yeah spider-man's with playstation batman got batman's on xbox like you gotta have both at this point and then we could eventually get this whole dc and marvel thing going there's so much more that could be played off of that yeah like 100%. marketing would be insane it's just that's what i would want personally but also just because i'm a fan of the arkham knight games um, with the Arkham series, excuse some me. Some of the best games in gaming. 100%. Some of the best games in gaming is the Arkham Knight series, hands down. And I'll tell you this, as someone who has played Spider-Man 2018 on the hardest difficulty to totality, uh, the only thing I haven't played is the DLC, because um, I sold my, sold my PlayStation before that. But um, Batman... The Arkham games set the stage for what Spider-Man is today. If it were not for the Arkham series, I do not think Spider-Man would be as good as people think that it is today. Because to be completely honest with you, it takes a lot of things from the Arkham games. That dance that me and Pong talk about where you get into the combat and you have to pay attention. It's not just pressing one button. I know people like to make it seem like that. No, you can't just press one button and it's, oh, it works. Sure, if you want to be corny, I guess. But if you're actually playing the game, the knowing the different moves and the combos that you have, knowing the, the depth of the gadgets and everything else, it's Batman. But in spider, but in the Spider-Man universe, and that's perfectly fine because again, games are supposed to look at your competitor. You're supposed to look across the pond and say, "Hey, well, I like what they did there. How do we iterate on that? How do we how how do we so, make it better?" Is what ex they ex exactly, exactly. Yeah. Kind of like what Game Plato said in the chat: Batman is Spider-Man's daddy. At least in this gaming space, I love it. I love it. And at this day and age, I can agree. I can definitely agree with that. Not to take anything away from Spider-Man, but there's just so much more that could be done and the potential of having something like that would answer all the questions that people have wanted. There's your one over-the-shoulder third-person action adventure game, and it's Batman. <laughs> I think I just think that would be dope to me personally, but especially with all the WB rumors and everything, who knows what could happen, so... Yeah, no, no, hundred percent. Listen, before I bring Pong in, um, I, 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 I want to give you mine. Um, and it's, it's not Banjo Kazooie because that's not what you close with. That's, <laughs> that's somewhere in the middle. So don't, don't worry, I'm not going to ruin it. But I, I just saw someone actually say something here that uh, was interesting. Um, for me personally, because it's such a, 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 I'm so passionate about the IP, so passionate about the franchise. Someone that has been 
completely just banging and banging the drum with mm-hmm. why don't we have a new one? I'm talking about Killer Instinct. And uh, I'll never forget when uh, I know that E3 2013 for Xbox, it, you know, it was it was a good show, but you know, we know what happened afterwards. But I mm-hmm. I I can tell you, I was uh, I had uh, taken what we call meal, which is your lunch break, and I, I ran downstairs to the senior locker room, and I'm just chilling because I'm, I'm I specifically picked that lunch time so I could watch the Xbox show. And I, I, I gotta tell you, man, when that doom, 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 I knew from the first three beats that it was, it was Killer Instinct, and I jumped, I nearly fell out of my chair because I, I was like, oh my god, this is what I've been waiting for. It would be pretty epic if, and this is, this is a double whammy here, if at some point at this, we got one more for you. Mm-hmm. And Phil is standing there and he says, I want to welcome someone to the stage that I've been friends with for many, many years. And it's Ed Boon. Ed Boon comes up and you know that people are losing their shit right now because I'm one of them. Right. Mm -hmm. And uh, he says, Ed, take it away. He says, listen. Just uh, wanted to stop by and end the show on a big note. Uh, obviously, you know me from Mortal Kombat. Uh, today, I want to be—I just want to let everyone know I'm proud to announce that NetherRealm Studio, Studios has joined Xbox Game Studios, and this is what we've been working on. And the lights go black, and doom, 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 and it's and it's the revamped version of Killer Instinct. Listen, I'm gonna drop—I'm gonna stop the show right now because you guys can't beat me. I'm sorry. I don't care what you say, um, but that's that's my end of the thing. I know that it's ridiculous. It's probably not going to happen, but God damn it, if it does, uh, Pong, what is your? We got one more thing for you. X Men twenty twenty three. Let's go. Let's go. No, uh, <laughs> I love it. That's great. That's you great. all get to see what I get to put up with on Saturdays, which is nice. all right. Listen. <laughs> Nah, man, this is great. Uh, I've been going back and forth. I, I, I'm I'm gonna cheat a little here and go two because I've been going back and forth on this a lot on this one. Um, so number one, the one that I'm hanging my kind of mostly my hat on here is if the Kojima deal is done, there's just one it's more strong, thing is Kojima one. is coming yeah. out again. It's not going to be for everybody. There's people who absolutely despise Kojima in this community and who think that Xbox should never deal with the guy, but we got to think in terms of big business here. You also got to think of the other side of the pond, brother. Right. You know, Japan is a market that Microsoft wants to not dip their toe in. They want to dive in. And mm. if you bring Kojima along, well, that's a good start, man. Yeah, it's a it's a great start, and not only just for the East here, boom. This would roll right into their whole cloud gaming initiative, right? Kojima would be the big name that starts pushing, and we've heard over the past couple interviews with Sarah Bond and Phil talking about this cloud gaming initiative, cloud development yeah. initiative, and getting the tools up into the cloud and allowing for an expansion on what we already think can be done 
and Kojima would be the name to start driving that. And I'm thinking about the after the show, kind of like they did with Paris when they do deep dives. Then you have. I still hope that they do because Paris killed it last year. Yeah, so do I. And I think it went off very well, but they could have a whole blowout of their new cloud gaming initiative. And not just for the Kojima types, but they've talked about it for the indie developers too and how how much more accessibility they're going to have. So that would be, again, not for everybody, but in terms of gaming, do you, the internet would blow up uh, with that announcement because there's a lot of people who think that that's never going to happen, that that was all fake rumor, even though Grub had it on pretty good authority that this was going down. So I think that would be gigantic. The other one, a little bit less, but I think this would be huge. You start with Bethesda and you end with Bethesda. Oh, I like you that. start yeah. with Todd Howard, you end with Todd Howard. Mm. Because what okay. they got in Zenimax with Bethesda and Todd Howard and his team is is some of the biggest franchises in gaming history. When you're yeah. talking about Elder Scrolls and Fallout, right? Is this God so you, Howard that we're talking this, about, sir? Yes, this is God Howard. Praise <laughs> be his name. Amen. Okay. So you start with his brand new baby. You start oh. with his brand new baby, the show Starfield, Blowout. Yeah. Everybody's hyped. You've killed the rest of the show with all this stuff. Then you come back because there's been all this talk, unfortunately, amongst, well, not unfortunately, just par for the course when it comes to Bethesda and thinking about, okay, we're just getting Starfield. We got to have to wait another four to five years for Elder Scrolls six, probably. And then we're not going to get a fallout for another eight years, maybe, maybe by the beginning of the next gen. Mm. So Todd Howard comes out and goes, oh, by the way, we got one more thing for you. From our studio, we created a brand new group, and we got this rumor last year. Boom! If you remember, we talked about it. Yes, we got. We have a new team that is going back to our beloved franchises oh and remaking God. them from the ground up. So we are here today to announce you, to announce to everybody that we're going back and we are remaking Morrowind and we oh are remaking God. Fallout Oblivion. Three. Oh, Fallout 3. We're going to start with Morrowind and Fallout 3 because that will cover the time between Elder Scrolls 6 and between the new Fallout. Fallout. Exactly. We are remaking those, so expect more information soon on those. I think that would be a huge deal because Morrowind remake from the ground up would be like a brand new Elder Scrolls game that we get in between. You know, until we wait till Elder Scrolls Six for a lot of people. A lot of people never touched Morrowind, and if you try to go right. back to it, look, it's it's original Xbox, right? It's the PC. It's like it doesn't really hold up that well. The modern community on the PC side has done a fantastic job with that, phenomenal job. But I think that would be huge. It'd be another, like I said, almost get like getting a brand new game yeah. from that studio. Uh, so yeah. I think that would be one way to end it as well. I mean, that, talk about bookends, bro. Yeah, I mean, that's yeah. that that's bookends. That that's that's uh, great picks, Josh. Let's get your opinion on it, brother. How do you end the show? What is your? We got one more thing for you, brother. I mean, it can't be anything other than brute force two. Oh, now we're talking. <laughs> okay, co-op. Yes. <laughs> that's fire, I'm out. No, but I I mean I love going back and looking at some of those like there's there's a nostalgia pull for me when it comes to Xbox and I've mentioned Crimson Skies, that would be a massive one for me. Yeah. But but even if even if Mech Assault could get some kind of like big gritty overhaul, you know, maybe it's like 
free to play all these customizations for your mech you know a lot of the stuff that fasfa did back in the day if if they could bring some of that stuff back i would i would lose it i I love that that game in this era screams free to play dude and uh, it would work with xbox it would just it would just work I I I think so. I think so too. Especially if there was enough customization and like, you know, people really, if people got into just the way they could make their own their own mech look and 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 again, like modify that gameplay. It has to evolve, right? It cannot. We can't just we can't just go back. But I mean, some of the most fun I had on Xbox Live was with Mech Assault Two and running the VTOL and just bringing mm. bringing supplies to my to my teammates as they were as they were making the push through the map, like. It, it wasn't just a there was strategy to it. it and oh, it, sure it, it was like yeah. and if that if that was it, I mean I'll look I'll I'll go like we're we're going like speculation town or just kind of going going bonkers. I mean seeing Mech Assault in uh, almost like a League of Legends, not the style of gameplay, but getting it to where it could be that kind of esport where people yeah, are dude. really like really hyped. Down. And putting teams behind it, and uh, just something big, big. Mm-hmm. Like I, I, the the big IPs that are the flash in the pan that come and go. That those are those are great. I know right now there's a bad taste in a lot of people's mouth from Infinite, and and hey, it's it's growing pains, right? And it's they've they've got to get that that model down. But I think with the with the right teams and the right people behind it, like I would love to see, I would love to see something you know similar to like uh, like overwatch or something that people want to watch the 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 pros play you know something in that i mean hcs i think does fairly well right i think i think xbox is 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 doing great with that but but what is something that's even you know bounce between pc and and xbox throw it on Mm -hmm. that game pass and 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 really have something that's constantly talked about that is that is that belongs to the xbox name i love it josh speaking yeah. my language man get that yeah back. no no that's I, I, I love it because what you could do is you could rebirth the franchise and in an era where free to play uh are there any mech games that are free to play the answer is no there are not and neck assault does have a a, a long lineage um i know phil's talked about it he goes it's real messy when it comes to the you know, the licensing, but Microsoft has something that a lot of people don't have limitless money. I was just going to say money fixes a lot of messes. The money <laughs> fixes a lot. They can't fix everything, but no. it certainly could fix this and say, Hey, listen, you we'll give you money. We'll give you money. We give you We own the IP. Let's go crazy. And I, 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 I like that. Uh, I mean, uh, you can even bring back the old studios name and yes. rebirth the studio. You know what I'm saying? And just, you know, fill it with people who want to make that game. And that that's that's something, man. And VJ, what is closing out today's incredible show? Which, by the way, this is my favorite one of the year. Like, I honestly had so much fun with this one. Uh, what is your one more thing? Um, I was going to kind of abstain from this topic, but um, I just think that first of all, Xbox has plenty of uh, content to showcase. Um, there's right. such an abundance. Um, we're, we're spoiled for choice and. Like many in the chat, um, I'd like to see Fable progress since they ended the show with it last year via CG Concept Trailer. I hope I've got that right. Good point. And and if I'm 
look, it's something you said at the beginning of the show, Foom. If I'm if I'm allowed to go totally out there, which I don't often do, go go crazy, brother. This is that's what this, 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 this is. A, this is a hypothetical. Let's go, VJ. This is, a, okay. this is speculation time. Yes, Let's go. Let's go. Oh, dear. oh dear, oh dear, oh dear. Um, <laughs> um, I guess look, in an ideal world, I would sort of unwittingly, since I'm not totally aware of everything that goes on, um, mm. I, I would want to see Daw- D- um, Daredevil. I, you, you mentioned it at, at the beginning of the, sh- at the top yeah. of the show. I'd, I'd, I'd love a Daredevil game, original game. Yeah, me too. And it's been gnawing at me like a, a dog with a bone uh, for the past two hours. And um, given the the Matt Murdock gameplay possibilities alongside being Daredevil in a, in a vastly more dense and interactive New York than which Spider-Man inhabits uh, in the Insom- Insomniac Game Renditions. And I would want to explore the overall theme of the game being a tense, evocative, sort of action-packed thriller. And I guess, would Marvel allow Xbox to produce such a, a mature game? And, and and again, would Xbox be bold or brave enough to pitch such an audacious project? And I know many people may say, oh, it's the TV show you're hoping for. Yes and no, probably, maybe, possibly. But however, first and foremost, and intrinsically or essentially speaking, it's it's a video game experience that I'd be looking forward to, an especially mature rated Marvel game. And right. um, and I and I expect the writers and the creatives, whoever if and this is this is all hypothetical, right? Uh, creators to to add their sort of bold and thrilling ideas to, to a project of such a magnitude and, and convince Marvel, especially as it seems to me, uh, me, Marvel aren't aren't doing anything with Daredevil, as far as I know, right? And right. No, there's, there's, there's been no mention of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and Daredevil, Daredevil, the game would be a completely different experience, right, to other Marvel DC games, to and and to the TV show, uh, especially because it's going to be an interactive, you know, product, right? And and if you're Xbox and and you can't bring yourself to seriously invest in a Marvel or DC single player game, um, and because since, especially since Marvel will license content and to anybody, right, and they're happy to do so as long as the minimum guarantees are on the table, which is not an issue for Microsoft, then on a, then as irony would have it, right, we'd have to get Boom um, onto the bat phone with Phil and have a, an important word or two. And again, look, it's just a it's just a selfish take, but I'd like to see at the end of the show, you know, the XGS. Uh, studio logo come up, you know, alongside in conjunction with Marvel, and um, that would seal the deal for me. I love it, man. I I, I love it. That's a wild and crazy uh, uh, VJ that we know and love. Uh, real quick, <laughs> shout out to uh, Sir X Man in the chest is boom. A Burnout Three Takedown remastered only for X only on Xbox. Yeah, I, I'd love a Burnout. Uh, you know what I'd love to see? And again, this is completely off subject. We're going to get out of here momentarily. I would love to see a third racing game return and not a court cart racer because that's a, a dream a dream of mine i would love to see uh turn 10 studios bring back project gotham racing that's what i would love i think that that's a franchise that they would uh would be great uh coming back but listen folks that's is your xbox hey, factor podcast boom, yes boom, sir real quick i know you're trying to get us out of here i know we're at the time limit but since both you and vj are obviously looking forward to a daredevil game let me just bring this up very quickly yeah, okay, please, very, by all means. Very, very quickly, this is something that uh, we've talked about on Xbox Ultimate. We uh, talked about again on PM and the PM. This goes back to last year. We talked about this. There are already rumors. There was a, was a leaker back, either came from Reddit or somewhere else, but he had predicted or he had known, inf- or he or she, they had known information 
on Spider-Man on PS4 before it ever was announced, and also about the Square Enix's Avengers game before it was ever announced, okay? Mm -hmm. Also knew that there was a Wolverine game coming. So this leaker has had a track record. Well, that's three for three. Right, right. So you've got, (laughs) you have to take everything with a grain of salt, of course, especially considering where it comes from. But let me just tell you this. There is a rumor that Marvel is current was currently working on. This goes back to this was posted back in March of 2020 that there was already a Daredevil single player narrative focused game set to release on next gen, meaning current gen series consoles and PlayStation 5 in late 2021 or 2022. Okay, and so obviously pandemic that was right when the pandemic was first hitting, so this would have pushed everything. Current target platforms are PC, Xbox Series consoles, and PlayStation 5. Definitely not Switch. Game will be open world, modern day Chicago, which is the interesting part. And to offer a very dark noir style detective game, all focused on melee combat. Combat apparently similar to Arkham and Mad Max, but with some extra cooldown based abilities that are customizable through a skill tree. There also will be a, a... echo location type mode to activate similar to arkham batman nice. detective mode that during combat will allow for slow motion and while roaming offers uh highlighted hints for clues uh relating to your current mission and open world available side missions um there wasn't too many details on the story but the villain is apparently an older yet new to the game bullseye meanwhile it seems daredevil has been at this quite some time now kind of would explain why he's in Chicago. He's kind of moved, right? Uh, the map size was compared roughly to the size uh, of a whopping 65 meters uh, by two, which I don't know how big that is, obviously. Taking full advantage of the next-gen SSD and other hardware capabilities. Uh, wow. It seems that how... How the hell did I miss this? Uh, bro, this has been out there. It, it seems, however, that the free roam is only allowed at night and barely any missions take place during the day, which would make sense, obviously, being Daredevil and his whole spiel. Similar to Spider-Man PS4, depending on where you are in the story, the open world is a set uh, weather time effect. So a lot, a lot of details. And the bonus leak on that post was Marvel's Wolverine. And this was long, this was 2020, March of 2020, long before anybody knew Wolverine was being made. So take it with a grain of salt, but we might have a Daredevil announcement at some point. So, uh, well, you just made my day and I'm sure VJ is very excited because that sounds (laughs) incredibly dope. Thank you for the info. I, I, again, how the heck did I miss that? I have no idea. That's, that's bonkers. Uh, real quick before we get out of here, Brett Bingham, very generous friend of the show. He drops a $5 zoom chat and says he wants to see Fable and Perfect Dark the most, uh, to be honest. Great to, uh, if we see the next Elder Scrolls in Starfield, but I want to see what's in the pipeline. Yep, I agree. He drops an additional $2 super chat and says, screen goes black, Mortal Kombat music. Yes, yes, and yes. Uh, we also have gamers uh, play HUD Zero drops an additional $2 super chat and says, screen goes black. DJ Professor K. Oh, I love it. And he says, yo, GG's. And he's talking about Jet Set Radio. Oh, my God. That is awesome. I love that. Only OGs know what we're talking about. Um, uh, Drawn TJ drops uh, actually a couple more Super Chats. Thank you for the generosity. Your first one is $2. He says, new Mechasol. Hell yeah. I'll pay $100 for it. Yay. Listen, you know what? Let's bring back the big controller. 
that Capcom made. Uh, what, what was that called? Uh, Steel um, Battalion. Steel Battalion. Oh yes, is Steel that what Battalion. that was? Yes, that is. Uh, I, I had. I, I, remember that. They had ten systems set up at Pax Steel Battalion. I, dude, with, oh man, that was dude, that's drooling. so awesome. <laughs> yeah, it is. Um, Drawn TJ drops an additional five dollars super chat and says, "One more thing, I would want Ubisoft Plus going to Game Pass at no extra cost. That would be kind of dope." And the last super chat of the day, Drawn TJ once again drops a two dollars super chat and says, "New Mecha Soul." Um, and oh yeah, okay, yeah, he says that already. Uh, that he will pay a hundred dollars for it. Yeah, me too. As long as it's a collector's edition of sorts. But folks, that is your Xbox Factor podcast. I hope that you enjoyed it. I gotta thank real, uh, real quick. We had over four hundred and sixty people here today. Thank you for making this one of the biggest shows that we've had in a long time. If you're new consider subscribing if you enjoyed the banter and we hit three topics today i know that on the on the dock it was the uh, mandalorian game i'm gonna move that story to tomorrow's breakfast with boom um so don't worry we're gonna open up the show with that and uh listen uh hit the like button on your way out of here let's get to the outro steal sell your brand brother tell everyone about what you do on saturdays tell everyone where they yeah. can reach out to you on social media strike up a conversation and what, which, and what else you got going on? Look, Boom, it was a fire show, and the chat was also lit. Uh, it was just consistently moving. Everybody talk, you know, talking about what we were talking about, putting in interesting points. And that's what makes this so great, man. Um, again, the conversation. We all always have to agree. Uh, we can always agree to disagree. Uh, but just having that open conversation is such a beautiful and amazing thing. Um, with that being said, though, again, shout out to you, Boom, and shout out to the panel. Um, much love to y'all. Um, but to find me, Steel Rain, I, Steel Rain, I, the T is a seven. If you have a search bar, type that in and you will find me. Guaranteed. I've tried it. Um, I guarantee it, in the words of Denzel. But um, – with that being said, on Saturday mornings, 9 a.m. Central, 10 a.m. Eastern, and 3 p.m. UK time, um, I am one half of your host for Living Split Screen and a, a non-console-centric platform that covers everything that's going on in the industry. Uh, like I consistently say, we take that RTS view for those who don't know real-time strategy, pulling ourselves out of the world, looking at the darker crevices of the map, bringing our resources together, and just having off-the-top conversations about them right um with that again much love to everybody that was here thank you again boom and uh hey we catch y'all on twitter gaming or wherever else but you can catch me on lone wolves right after this show nice nice <laughs> love, love it love it love it pong soul sell your brand brother tell everyone why they should tune in saturdays 10 a.m eastern standard time for living split screen and more importantly what else you got going on? What other shows could they find you on? And where could people reach out to you on social media? That's right, Boom. What a fantastic show. It was great to be back in the hot seat again here on Xbox Factor Podcast. You all know, brothers, and chat. I miss you all on Tuesdays when I can't be here, real life being what it is. Uh, this is a staple of what I love doing. Uh, Boom gave me an incredible opportunity, and I, and I miss it when I can't be here. Um, so it's great to be back here again. Obviously, uh, have my brother from another steal on extra, extra special Tuesday. Uh, always great to sit down and talk with this man, even with his 
hot Batman 2024 takes. Yeah, uh, yeah. That's what you're going to get on Saturdays, <laughs> by the way, folks, as, as you can tell. Uh, but no, VJ, uh, N64, Josh, just absolutely amazing. You know how much I love you, brothers, and boom, of course, yourself. Um, it, it's just awesome to sit down and talk with people always as passionate, as interested in this hobby, this industry, as you all are. It's just, again, it gets the brain going. It's amazing. Uh, it, it's a break from everyday life, and I, and I love being here in chat. You guys were absolutely off the charts. Over 450 people here. Look, we can't do this without you. Boom does all these shows because you all come out and support all of us each and every time. And that is absolutely simply amazing. Again, I started in the chat before I ever podcasting the same as you during the pandemic, listening to all these freaking ridiculously great shows and to see you all in here each and every time, man, shout out to all of you, nothing but love and respect for all of you being here as well. And your passion for this industry as well. 100%. Pong soul, Xbox, Pong soul, Twitter. Uh, look this week, it's Tuesday. Uh, I had a surprise showing on FSP last night because I had to talk about the acquisition over on Fun Speculations channel. I couldn't stop myself. I'm addicted to this thing. Thursday night, PM <laughs> in the PM. Uh, as we talked about, fantastic show last week with my brother from Another Steel and the man with the million, Rand Althor, who did drop a golden nugget during that show. Look, we have a great time on Thursday nights. That's Fun Speculations channel, 7 p.m. Eastern, 6 o'clock central time be there normally a two-man show but we do have guests from time to time this week we are going to have cmbr otherwise known as lil ray ray if you saw his <laughs> appearance on xbox ultimate a while back look the guy is he he's a quiet dude but he is in investing uh for a yeah. living he does big investments uh he actually puts his money where his mouth is he invests in the gaming industry on the side for his own personal self he brings a ton of knowledge when it comes to the numbers when it comes to these acquisitions and purchases look Stop on by Thursday night. We're going to talk about all this stuff that's been going down. It's going to be a great show. Me and Mav, again, 7 p.m. Eastern, 8 o'clock, or excuse me, 7 p.m. Eastern, 6 o'clock Central Time. And then Friday nights back on Fun Speculation Channel for Xbox Ultimate, where it goes crazy. Mav's kind of opened it up for the entire Fun Speculation family to show up if you want to. So we don't know who's going to be there, but we know we're going to have some laughs. We're going to talk a lot of Xbox, 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 o'clock Central Time. It's a great time over there on Friday nights saturday morning my hype man already took care of the heavy lifting here look living split screen be there tell a friend go check us out you've got 53 54 weeks of three plus hours to go check out and see if you like it okay come on by 10 a.m eastern nine o'clock central time split screen is all one word me and my brother from another steel are going to take care of your saturday morning get your weekend started right or got to listen to us while you're working out later in the, the week or, or doing ha, do, cleaning your bathroom, which cleaning is what bathroom, I do today. There you go. Building a log cabin, whatever you got going <laughs> on, Steel are going to be there for you, okay? So come check us out every Saturday morning. It's going to be a blast. Saturday nights, the Shop Podcast, PTK Blam's channel. The man deserves a bigger audience. Just went over 250 episodes. It is wow. just an awesome show. PTK Blam, Fuzzy Belvedere, myself. We're going to end your Saturday night right. 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 o'clock Central Time. Check out the shop podcast. Otherwise, it is the golden age of gaming, people. Be excited. 
Do not let your energy get stolen by those demons out there in this community who like to talk negative. Share out your gameplay. Share your experiences. Have a great time. Play with friends. Look, play what you love. Love what you play. I'm going to talk to you all real soon. Thanks again, everybody. Yeah, absolutely. Look, Chargaz M in the uh, chat says, I was walking my dogs and listening to Mr. Boomstick right now. There you go, brother. That's what we do. We put these out there. Uh, whether it be uh, Pong, whether it be Steel, whether it be Mad, whether it be Iron Lords, whether it be Noof Nukem, whoever you listen to, it does make uh, you know their daily stuff go. You know, house mm-hmm. chores, shopping, doing the wash, you know, working out, whatever. And we all definitely appreciate that. Uh, Josh, sell your brand, brother, and you got a lot to sell. You're doing a whole bunch of stuff. You're doing TikTok. You're doing YouTube. You're doing here, there, and everywhere. Tell them about your 872-man uh, 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 Mario Kart event <laughs> that is coming up soon. <laughs> yeah, guys, I'm N64 Josh everywhere. I host the Nintendo PowerCast, also the Halo Infinite podcast, and a few others as well. Um, you could literally just search my name and, and find all those shows on uh on your podcast player of choice or on YouTube. And uh, yeah, I'm doing a lot, a lot on TikTok. Uh, unfortunately, I got banned because that's what trolls like to do oh. on on TikTok is they, uh, they'll, they'll report you for stuff that's not true in the auto model. So I'll be, I'll be back to streaming some Mario Kart on Wednesday, though. You're not keeping, you're not keeping us down. And so, uh, yeah, that's where you can find me. Uh, well, nice. listen, that, that's, I, I hate to hear stuff like that. Like people are just so gross. Uh, I mean, yeah, it's unfortunate you got to deal with that. Sh- shame on that they 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 can't they can't uh, you know have better stand you know b- b- better things in in place yeah. to to make sure that kind of stuff doesn't happen. That's that's yeah. gross. But well, I had, we had two we had two thousand viewers, and uh, as as we got it, just shuts the stream off. Burp. <laughs> just just kills wow. it when you get banned. Wow. It's like, oh, that's God. gross. Uh, don't don't be an a hole, folks. Uh, it, it, you know what? Uh, remember, Karma. She's a bitch. And when she hits you, just when you think you're standing on top of the mountain, she goes, boop, and you fall right down to the bottom. And the same people you stepped on to get high are the same people you're going to see getting low. So don't be that person. Uh, VJ, so I know you don't got a lot going on, but if somebody wanted to strike up a conversation on social sure. media, where could they reach out to you, brother? Um, yeah, you can find me at Viewpoint Gaming um, on Twitter. But um, more so than that, Boom, I just appreciate um, you continually having me on your show. It's a, it's a really great time, and I don't really have anything to promote, just the just the shows that I'm on. And, um, yeah, and I hopefully see you all next week. Oh, you absolutely will, brother. You're always welcome here. Your seat will never be filled other than your, um, unless it's your rear end in that seat. So thanks for being here. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for supporting Double Barrel Gaming in the way that you do through channel membership, through Super Chats, and, of course, Simple Views. We love you all. Uh, we definitely appreciate the uh, cross, uh, you know, making us cross 10,000 subscribers this year. The goal is 12. We are almost there, folks. Uh, we are under... 1200 to 12k that's what we want to close out the year with 1200 more and we're there uh and uh we can't thank you enough for that and of course the super chats have come in uh unbelievable uh they do power the show in regards to giveaways so big shout out to you there and of course i'll close out the show with something that's important to me folks hopefully one day it'll be important to you and that's something that my dad told us we were kids and he said son treat others how you want to be treated also doesn't cost anything to be nice. You live by those rules, and I can guarantee you you're going to have an awesome day. So take care, everyone. We'll see you next week on the newest episode of the Xbox Factor Podcast. <laughs>